This episode of Laser Time is brought to you by Gamefly. And if you go to GameflyOffer.com slash LaserTime, you can get started with a free 30-day trial of Gamefly. to ride the movie i didn't have a good sound effect to open the show that's from the old fart episode everybody hi everybody welcome to laser time the internet's sixth leading pop culture show i'm saying we shot up as a result of some of the uh, recent apes and spider-man infused episodes this will bring us back down hopefully not because this has been one of the most requested things we've gotten hi i'm chris antista who else do we have with us uh, not tall enough to ride this ride, Dave Rudden. And also... Uh, still missing the Brown Institute, Henry mm-hmm. Gilbert. Henry! Wow. Oh, Told me God. how much you hated I that. forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot it was on the board. And I'm... Oh, I'm Bob Honey, I Shrunk the Mackie. The wow, ride. Bob Mackie! That's great. Uh, you came to the table with something here. Uh, because we... we I, I didn't realize we hadn't talked about theme parks in four years? Yeah. Mm. Four years. So we got a bunch of requests to do that because... To be honest, uh, oh, and hi, this is Laser Time, where we usually take a topic, uh, do a bunch of research, grab some sound effects, got some fun anecdotes for you. This is what I do for fun, is research theme parks and Mm -hmm. the people who make it and where these rides go. But what we we did defunct theme parks, and I wanted to talk more about defunct rides, Mm -hmm. the rides that have been decommissioned. Rides that were once at still active and open theme parks that are no longer there, that only exist in your memory. And and weirdly, we're going to talk more about Universal Studios than Disney. Mm -hmm. I think it's because it's more of a to do. I think when Universal, like how many how many attractions do they have there? Like twenty. I feel like you, you go it's, to Disney World, you go to any other theme park. There's a there's way more rides. It's roughly and, the same amount, but just like Disney does hasn't got as gotten rid as, of as many things as you think they had. Uh-huh. Bob mentioned the Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Honey, we shrunk the audience. It I was, it was a, called. the yeah. audience, yeah. And it was more of a walkthrough attraction. It was like oh no no, a, there was a movie. Well, right. it replaced Captain EO, and then Captain oh, EO okay. replaced it. And I believe Captain EO has since been replaced. But mm-hmm. it's one of those things that I, I pointed out in the previous shows. We have access to pretty much everything we've ever loved. And this, this right now, theme park rides are the only things you can't really get back. Mm-hmm. And even then, that's sometimes not the case. But I, that's why I love going through and researching them and, and finding some brave people who've uploaded content to the internet, which is like not only incredibly illegal, there's like 20 people you can point to who have done it, <laughs> and like, yeah. it, it when this actually happens. Well, because to take like footage or the stock, mm-hmm. the stock footage for a ride is some of the most expensive and limited viewed entertainment ever and the only way to get a hand on that is if you're one of the Imagineers yeah. and you work in the park yeah and like if you when, when I find these things online it's like the byline is like I work I was the producer on this hmm. that's the only reason it's been saved or archived mm-hmm. I have to wonder it exist. I have to wonder eventually if Disney will release a VR version of things they've made defunct there, like you can finally ride this again but with VR there's a crowdfunded effort I believe oh, and okay. I think they're sort of talking about it and they, they fucking should mm. that's that's a really that's a, be a really fun easy thing to do with. Well, well, I want to ride the non PC Pirates of the Caribbean. The the real well the real future of VR roller coasters mm-hmm. is that you I've seen it of people they make VR programs you put on the the VR helmet and then get on a plain roller coaster mm-hmm. and they program visuals for you to see as the roller coaster is moving yeah. you around. Oh nifty! And, and, which, and to, to be honest, like I lo- I said this on a Talking Simpsons episode 
I love dioramas. I hmm. give not a shit about recreating a roller coaster, mm-hmm. but like a poorly lit diorama with stiff, <laughs> stiff <laughs> animatronics. Yeah, that's my bag. Uh, <laughs> that's what those are, really. Just dioramas dark you ride rides, through. Yeah. yeah, mostly, mostly the dark rides are little dioramas where you get. To, and, and Universal, I think, was very creative about it. And, and and when we talk about decommissioned rides, holy shit! Like, I think just Disney is a little more boring. But I was reading at D twenty three that like their fi- like Figment is out. Uh, I'm shocked he lived this long. Well, he got he got he got kicked out and came back in a form that fans didn't like anyway. So Mm. it's like fine, just cut cut ties. Frozen is going to take over Epcot. What Um, was Figment? Figment was like okay. Epcot's original dream was to be like it's the smart one. I see. Well, its original dream was the uh, what is it the. uh, prototype community of tomorrow yes, infotainment yes, yeah. uh well no disney actually walt disney literally wanted it to be a community he shaped from scratch that mm. people lived and worked in mm. and then mass weddings yeah you can't have a daily admission if someone's living here uh, <laughs> so, so it changed into epcot in a future showcase of technology and that got old and stale uh, mm-hmm. just as in Tomorrowland. so that that constantly needs to be changed but like the universal stuff when i look at that 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 is like beloved properties out the ass. Mm-hmm. That's like they're they're super tragic to see to go away, even if you never went there. Well, because I, well, uh, like and I love this about the media cycle. Like as, you know, as a kid, you got to wait like a year for a movie to come out on video. Mm-hmm. This so now it's like two months. <laughs> that that media cycle has gone over to theme parks. Like mm. shit that was built a couple years ago is just gone. Like there's there's going to be a ride here where you never rode the middle one. You don't mm. know what it is. Mm. Well, mm. This, with Figment, he was supposed to represent the spirit of creativity, yes. and he's supposed to inspire people. Imagination. And they they rebooted it, and then like gave it a soft reboot in the middle. I rode it a couple years ago just to have done it, mm. and. And it is, it's a boring ride. Like, so, it's not, it's cute. It is cute. But it's, but here's the thing, Bob, and this is, this is, we got to apologize right off the, right off the bat, Henry, mm-hmm. because we grew up in Florida. Yes. And so, like, Figment, it was like a rite of passage. You'd show up to, like, a summer camp the next day, and it was like, how many people have a Figment toy or a hat? <laughs> it wow. signified they went to Epcot because we lived four hours away from Disney. Yeah. I mean, for me, growing up in a working class family, mm-hmm. the idea of going to Disneyland was like going to the moon yeah. or going to uh, like China or something. It was never I, on yeah, the table. Is, I think it's called like the Paris effect or something, but mm-hmm. like where, where Japanese <laughs> people go to Paris and they're so like freaked out that it's yeah. not everything they expected. That happened to you I Disneyland. Almost, yeah. Like I didn't get to go to Disneyland that much as I can or Disney New World. York, so yeah, we went once to Florida mm-hmm. uh, and... I was so like, this is it. This is Disney mm-hmm. World. I also wasn't like, I guess, a huge Disney fan at the time. So, but Universal, like that, totally. Yeah, you my said brand. you had more knowledge with Universal. Oh yeah, I was and, like, and, and, like, and I, I could see everything. That's what that was another thing. Like, just, you get Dis- the two day ticket when Disneyland opened up. It's like Davy Crockett canoe. It was like a fucking camping trip. Uh-huh. Like ride a horse, <laughs> pretend to be in a cave. Like <sighs> yes. that. It, it, so Go on a steamboat. <laughs> I love the Rainbow Caverns too. I love all this mm. theme park lore. But Universal is more interesting. Um, but I will. We'll, we'll talk about some Disney rides. But yeah, the defunct ride aspect. Oh, that was the thing. Chris, the Disney loving guy, four hours away from Disney World from an upper middle class upbringing. Mm. How many times did my parents take me to Disney World? One. Mm. Once when I was six, I begged. They took my sister without me. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, and the funniest memory, the stupidest fucking memory I had, they took my sister without me and I got so upset. Mm. And my dad's like, fine, I'll take you to Universal. And I'm like, I think I'm like 14 or 15. But. <laughs> I kind of look like this now with more of a mustache because I don't want to shave yet. Uh, Did you have like dyed uh, roots or anything like that? Chris? Or tips? Sorry, frosted tips. So the saddest thing about it is that what ended up happening, I go with just me and my dad. Two women latch on to 
basically my father. I see. And uh, end up following us around the park. And in this situation, my dad got the hot one. And I, <laughs> I end up being the wingman, like, yeah. <laughs> to your dad. Who is who did so, not. So later on, you and your dad are both going to town on these two women. Yes, exactly. That, that was <laughs> no. the ride we won't speak of. Universal <laughs> offered you sex workers at the gates? <laughs> I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I never saw my dad as, like, a sexual being because mm-hmm. he was married uh, to my bitch ass mother somebody complained recently <laughs> about how I talk about my mother and I threw that out there just to fuck with them uh, um, yeah. but, but for so to go back to me and you you and yeah. me Henry well, it was on our local news mm-hmm. it was advertised in our newspapers like Universal and Disney was fucking thrown at us they were constantly. everywhere I my dad hated mm-hmm. uh, amusement <laughs> parks he, 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 my parents did too my he, grandparents took me to these parks he took me to Universal once and Disney World once but I also went a couple times with just my mom and on school field trips it mm-hmm. would be like the end of the year awesome trip Ooh, I went dogs. I went to Universal once on a music uh, in a, on a band trip I went to Disney once on another trip and we would have gone to Disney on a, on a third trip mm-hmm. at school but Parents, uh, concerned parents, found out that it was Gay Day at, uh-huh. at Disney World, which is where I don't want any gay disgu- on my kid. Where disgusting homosexuals show up there and have fun wearing red T-shirts to identify themselves as gays. <laughs> not and not no those way. kind of fairies. So instead, we went to Bush Gardens. Which, uh, <laughs> no yes, gays where we can abuse animals yes. and drink ourselves to death. George W. Bush Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, but I but I went to those and really enjoyed them, and it was kind of a it was a fun. Thing to know I went on rides that were going away or, mm-hmm. or when they would let you know were rides going yeah. away too and yeah. at Disney World like I was excited to go on uh, Captain EO when I find when it finally came back because I was like yeah. I thought I'd never get to experience this and it's not good but <laughs> it's so I, much fun it is but I mean it's a bad yeah. movie we will get to that we will get to that in a moment look for Doug Benson um, in the background <laughs> but but what I wanted I, what I wanted to talk about and I know I keep threatening to do something about this and I finally have started production on something it'll be months months and months away but what makes Universal Studios to me so uh, fun to look into because like uh, I now have gone to Disney World and Disneyland Disneyland is beautiful it is an amazing literally magical place an I economy of space and, and architecture a beautiful force perspective showcase of how to do a lot with very little D- then Disney went to Florida and basically bought like a like six towns <laughs> with their own systems of interstates there's no there's a plentiful amount of space, endless amounts of space. Same with because you know, who fucking wants it in Florida? Yeah, nobody wanted it there. They have their own town celebration. They do. <laughs> Read about the murder there. It's there's great. Been, well, there's <laughs> only, only one murder. Yeah, I believe, but it's a great murder. It's a great murder. <laughs> so Universal Studios opening in Florida was a big deal, and obviously I'm a little kid, but it felt like it was hyped for fucking decades. Oh hell, yeah. and that's kind of because it was. Yeah, on it, TV and stuff, it would be like it's going to open soon. They broke ground in '86. Yeah, uh, and then it eventually opened in 1990 with not a fucking thing working <laughs> except for one aspect that is I checked triple checked it is completely gone the Universal Studios ride started in Universal Studios Hollywood which was a fucking studio yeah. in 1915 it cost a nickel <laughs> you could ride around I'm guessing on a horse and buggy and watch <laughs> movies being made and that yeah. wasn't a problem Maybe. because the movies didn't have what? sound? sound? ladies ah. and gentlemen <laughs> sound <laughs> 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 Once sound came in, it eventually they like shut the tour down. Yeah. And then when MCA bought the studio, I'm like, why don't we do this again and start charging money for people to see yeah. movies being made? And then eventually mm-hmm. they started adding rides. As a result, like <laughs> Universal Studios Hollywood is a studio 
has pretty much been a studio first yeah. and a theme park second. The I remember a funny story that Clint Eastwood mm-hmm. quit making movies with Universal and, and started his relationship with Warner, which is still going to this day, mm-hmm. because in the 70s, he was being annoyed by tourists yeah. while mm-hmm. filming movies. Like, yeah, they don't have that mm-hmm. at Warner. I remember Brothers. Frankie Muniz in that Arrested Development episode. He's like, yeah, it's way more fun to look at the movie we're trying to make than actually making it. Please, <laughs> leave, please, please leave. Uh, but... but Universal did open up as a as a theme park first. So every ride there, unlike in my opinion, you go to Disney World, they have all this space. Everything's above ground. There's no real magic to it. Like, how did I disappear into a haunted house on this from this little tiny spot mm-hmm. or the Pirates of the Caribbean? It's just huge and too hot and you walk too much. It exhausted me in my 20s. <laughs> but uh but Universal Studios Florida had all the space it wanted and did very much and this is the beauty I'm trying to harken mm-hmm. back to. It's also a studio too. It wanted to move production out yeah. to Florida. They filmed Guts mm. and TNA Impact there. The TNA Impact is, is one of the <laughs> last things filmed in Universal Studios Florida. I believe the very wow. last thing is fucking Sharknado 3. Wow. Wow. As, um, as a callback to our unions episode, right. it's also why they wanted to film stuff in Florida because yes. there was no union mm. rules there. Following uh, Dave Fleischer, I believe, he tried to move animation out of uh, New York <laughs> and Hollywood for the same reasons. Yeah. But that didn't totally take. There is now literally no production still happening wow. in Universal Studios Florida, whereas I was I love the tram ride. That's the best part about Hollywood because their mm. rides suck ass. Yeah. They're terrible. Uh, but the, you see this tram ride, and like this is just Hill Valley. Mm-hmm. It, it burned down and they built mm. it again. But like that's oh, yes. that's squares where they film. They, they can Back to the Future ruined it for every other production because they can't spin the camera in a circle and show you where you are because that's mm. what Back to the Future did. It showed you the whole set. Wow. Universal movies have been shot on for years. Uh, but they rebuilt it again. And you're. St- but this is the spot. This is the architecture. This is Hill Valley. I've been there. And uh, I believe Universal Studios Florida had Swamp Thing set. Yeah. It's since been replaced uh, by another ride. And it's I have never been on it, but man, does it seem like absolute dog shit. So that ride, that ride, (laughs) (laughs) that ride that replaced Swamp Thing is Men in Black's Alien Attack. And I've never been on it, but it looks like the most like carnival plus thing you've ever seen. Paper cutouts in a car. Florida? Florida. How did I miss this? Because I, ne- I never it's, remember Swamp Thing, but I don't... Yeah, but I that's because it was a fucking swamp set. It's way off the beaten path. Wow. No, I never and, went to it either. The last yeah. time I was at Universal... It's still like, there. Because it is just like shooting at cardboard cutouts yep. pretty Ugh. much. It yeah. really sucks. It's like that Buzz Lightyear ride uh, mm-hmm. they used to mm-hmm. have. Or, no, they still they have, have it, it in, yeah. in, in Toy Story Mania. It's like yeah. one, of the, one of the big sets. It's, it's, oh, hold on. Here's... here's I, I wanted to look into the it. Swamp thing, Will yes. Smith and Rip Torn are actually do voice the ride. Great. That's one of the things I love about this. If you love a property so much, there's probably one official part of it you've never experienced. If A, a ride's defunct, or B, you've never been to this place. There's one more thing to experience. I'm just imagining someone spraying water into Will Smith's mouth until a <laughs> balloon explodes above his head. <laughs> nah, you can trade two in for the big one. <laughs> I, I mean, in Men in Black, there is a shooting gallery scene sure. like that, so it kind of yeah, works. But... There's like a ride queue, and you walk around, and it's the internal Men in Black thing with a bunch of non-moving aliens. When was this like, built, fucking though? lazy. I forget. I didn't even want to bring it up because okay. it's still yeah. there. It's weird because I feel like there's no affection for Men in Black. The mm-hmm. first movie was alright. Mm-hmm. Second movie sucked. Third movie was unnecessary. The no one wanted it. Good. But nobody wanted it. There was no like, oh I yeah, they're did. back, man. They're back. I'm glad it exists because I love I prefer the Men, uh, in Black Men in Black 4 <laughs> R.I.P.D. Okay, but here's... here. So Universal 
announces it's going to open another park to compete with Disney in Florida. And Disney literally, like, in the Michael Eisner era, is like, well, we're not going to allow that shit to happen. Mm. We'll make our own fucking park that's also a movie studio. So, yeah, these two fucking studios competing with one another who can make a Florida-based studio. And this is all gone. And that's why they licensed MGM of all things. Because they they didn't have real movies. And the winner gets more Florida. (laughs) What a prize. And so, like, I think Toy Story Mania is built on the sound... Because, like, Universal... Florida still has sound stages. Mm-hmm. I think Jimmy Fallon will go there every couple of years and shoot a show because they still have mm. functional stages. Yeah. Uh, but Toy Story Mania is built on two sound stages. Well, they it's just, over. They just MGM. opened a Jimmy Fallon ride. Uh, yes. What? Yes. yes in place of, uh, and we will tell you more about that when we return from this quick break. alert put the vcr on pause Ah! hope you guys are having a fantastic summer and i wanted to let you know it's the perfect time to play some video games that's right because this show is brought to you by Gamefly. And you guys listening can go to GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime to try uh, the service for free for 30 days. And if not that, there's a brand new offer to get three months for $9.50. You know how that reads? Less than 10 bucks a month, and you can play as many games as you can uh, put in your queue for Gamefly. It's like Netflix, but for games. You make a queue, they send games out to you, you send them back when you're done with them. They've got games for Xbox One, PS4, Nintendo Switch, PS Vita, 3DS, over 8,000 titles to choose from. And they got new stuff like, hey, Pikmin, the Crash Insane Trilogy, Splatoon 2, and Dead by Daylight, but I was going to try my best to tie this into theme parks somehow, and I really couldn't. Because yes, there's a ton of games that take place in theme parks, but they're all old and unexciting. But one of the things I hadn't thought of that someone brought up to me uh, somebody got a PSVR, a PlayStation VR unit, on a mega sale recently, uh, but they didn't want to go to the trouble of buying games they already own just to uh, get just to play the VR versions of those for PS4. For instance, I own Rise of the Tomb Raider on Xbox. I don't want to buy that again just to try the VR. Hey, GameFly, got what you need. Batman, Resident Evil 7, Persona 5, I think, has some VR options. That can't be right. But hey, it's there. And VR is the closest thing we have now to not only theme parks in our living room, but maybe bringing some of these theme park rides uh, (laughs) home for us to use. I don't know, I'm just throwing it out there. But either way, plans on Gamefly start as low as $15.95 a month, and you can take advantage of this uh, discounted offer. Um, So if you're the type of person who wants to play more games for less, you should consider giving Gamefly a shot. By going to GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime, you can not only get the first 30 days for free, which includes games and movies, you could get started with a three-month trial at $9.50 a month. Cancel anytime. Thank you, Gamefly. like laser time shows then you might like bonus time laser time's weekly bonus show exclusively on patreon.com slash laser time here's a taste of what you've been missing diana is somehow 40 she doesn't look a lick over 38 yeah. <laughs> in my opinion uh but she had a little 40th birthday jam in the fun. i don't know how to talk about that because what? it's like ch- people's children the doggies didn't get along they got along i would say like 85 percent of the time and then 15 yeah, percent of the time they would i mean also, i brought my dogs around other dogs i 
think I've seen that like once. Oh. They they got into it, but then you'd see bit. they would like run around and just have fun. They would up until the the bone and the hot dogs it's, entered the equation. It, yeah, I think anytime there was a food stuff or mm-hmm. another dog around, mm-hmm. then that would complicate things. There was absolutely no injuries. <laughs> like they, it's all bark yeah. for both of them. It's well, like <laughs> yeah, and they get close and scratch we, Michael. We yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> it does create an awkwardness. Mm-hmm. I can't speak for Michael and Diana or or, or, or your lady. It would have been great. But like you see like my took Oh, I'm so sorry yeah. this happened and like these are fucking dogs. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, no one there shouldn't be a moment of silence like oh, this is an awkwardness we might not be able to socially recover from. <laughs> I was hoping that it would come to like a part where like half the half the party is siding with their dog and half the party I saw it. Yeah. She came at him. <laughs> I saw it. Steve wanted it. <laughs> yes. And, and she, he wasn't going to stop until he got you let it. Let Steve kick your dog's ass like that. <laughs> Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcasts, as well as full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash lasertime, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. Laser Time, second segment. Pushate hole in my sombrero. Put the bullet through the head. Pushate hole in my sombrero. Coming in with a slightly racist song that was cut out immediately from America Sings. Mm. A oh. defunct ride meant to celebrate the bicentennial and stuck around long enough for me to see it and have a toy from it. I even have a vinylmation of Sam the Eagle, wow. uh, not the Muppet one, but it's Burl Ives all singing songs about America. And if you, <laughs> if you're a big animation nerd and you go to splash mountain and you're like, this is awesome. Splash mountain is in my opinion, the, Problematic and all is the best ride in Disneyland. I love that ride, and as a ride, it is funny to see it as like this is the only proof that yeah. Song of the South exists because they can't. They're really. I bet by twenty twenty five they will change it. It mm-hmm. won't be Song of the South anymore, but it's kind of the only thing that can survive. Like, yeah. I love it. I think if, if they come up with one like rustic set cartoon, like that mm-hmm. shit's all getting replaced. Mm-hmm. But part of the reason why Song of the South is special because when I went on it, I had it wasn't fresh in my memory. Uh, America Sings was all like like thir- 20, 30 animatronics singing songs about America. Uh. That's what the ride is popular, uh, like populated with, the guts of America Sings. That's oh. why there are ostriches and wow. alligators and all these other things that don't exist in Song of the South. They all got put into Splash Mountain. Amazing. Um, I didn't know that. But here's, like, here's what, because what I remember, and man, this feels so dated, but just, you know, I was a little kid. I didn't have a lot of VHSs. You want to see a commercial for a theme park? Mm-hmm. You got it. Look it up. But they, Disney would send it to you without asking. You would just get a VHS of a 30-minute <laughs> promo. Come to the park. You're close. So here's, here's some promo clips from, mm-hmm. um, from Universal Studios of Florida. Now, the people who have brought you the magic of Hollywood for over 75 years want to bring it to you like no one else can. To take you inside the heart of a working motion picture and television studio to watch real filmmaking in action and share the secrets, the spectacle, the glamour that have made not only great entertainment, but entertainment history. Yeah, and and that's something you can never get back with Universal Studios. Mm. It was... 
it was supposed to enrich your experience of like how a studio works every single corner of it when mm. it when it first opened that is totally gone mm. but one of the promo videos we did get sent uh features a familiar character and i love it remember we talked briefly about um nintendo that what was it nintendo video that shows sony and sega yes. as henchmen uh, trying <laughs> to steal the rumble pack your corporate universal henchmen conspiring on what to do uh. we promised we'd show them something universal studios florida is big and when i say big i mean big well what do we have uh, we have that slideshow no <laughs> remember this park is no tram ride mm-hmm. we're putting people in the movies i want them to know that i want them to see this park to feel it to live it, to breathe it. Sir, it's not finished yet. No one can experience it yet. In 1990, sure, but today, <laughs> tomorrow, uh-uh, no, no way. I mean, what are we going to do? <laughs> Go into the future? Uh. <laughs> the future. That's my territory. <laughs> you pay a lot. There's only one vehicle that can advance the clock, and Universal knew I had the key. The mission, capture the finished park on tape. A challenge that would hurdle me into the future on a wild journey to Orlando. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, I do Orlando, think I've seen this. That's a course for 1990. Strap in, we going to 1990. If you lived in Florida, this could play on Sunday at 3 p.m. Yeah. It's product placement, and it was Doc Brown mm. running around Universal. Christopher Lloyd really played ball when it came to Doc Brown. He was yeah. doing a lot of Doc Brown stuff. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre because Cartoon. when I... Yeah, when I think about like his career trajectory, he was huge. He was in like a, a, a giant movie every year yeah. that he might not have needed to like. You don't have to be in this. <laughs> in this I, I like that he wasn't too big for it. He's just like, eh, I'm not too big for it. But is this one we're going to talk about? Back to the Future. Now, hang on. No, okay. I'm making you wait for that. Uh, but because right. like one of the things I loved about Universal Studios that you cannot get back, and I know we have experience of this. You walk. So I said that before, and I did find out it did exist. Uh, I'll get to that in a moment. Walk into the Universal Studios Florida. To the right, to the left of you, is Nickelodeon Studios. Mm, um, yes. Is Nickelodeon Studios. Nick Arcade is taped before a live studio audience at Nickelodeon Studios at Universal Studios Orlando, Florida. Uh, yeah, you, Bob. I feel that most of Nickelodeon's programming had a built-in ad for Nickelodeon Studios at mm-hmm. the end. Like, come here, look at all the fun yeah. you'll have. Mm-hmm. Here's the giant fountain, and and that was awesome. Like, you could TV have been shows, in the audience for this. Uh, growing up in Florida, like, yeah. dude, Philip was on. Get the picture. <laughs> like, when are we going to see it? Two years from now, because they shot they shot them they shot four seasons over a period of three weeks. And Nickelodeon Studios <laughs> is now in a is like a Blue Man Group storage Atta facility. Boy, Bob. And I saw one of those urban explorers that goes into yeah. abandoned buildings went inside, and it was like, oh, all of the artists on the walls. It's yeah. a beautiful building on the inside. All these custom Full designs, CRT and televisions. Yeah. Because like the. Clarissa explains it all. My sister loved that show. Mm. It's being filmed four hours away. All that. Gullah Gullah Island. Like, uh, all that shit was happening in our back door. Yeah, it was. uh, I I got the Nintendo tour... uh I got the Nickelodeon tour as well, and uh, but they weren't filming anything then. Yeah, but they had, they had um, the setup for Legends of the Hidden Temple there. They oh, just wow. weren't filming it that day, and they showed. I remember a funny video of how to make sound effects in cartoons, or like it was the scene of when brains were washed in Rocco's Modern Life when they get uh, tricked by a commercial. Yeah, and they're like, "Here's how they made that sound of the brains." And, they, but and yeah. as a result, there's and unlike Disney, Universal was like, "Well, we don't." It's bizarre now. Think that Universal has its own theme park because, like, outside of Fast and the Furious and the Minions, 
Mm. Yeah, what the what fuck do you have we're celebrating? Yeah. And so they license out to other companies and like to the to the left of it, Nick Studios. To the right of it, I'll let Christopher Lloyd explain as he's talking about sound effects. Unquestionably, I am in desperate need of a crash course in the art of filmmaking. But where? From whom? Good evening, fellow tourists. Better than an analytical, exegetical dissection of blood-curdling, nail-biting, heart-pounding, scary stuff, and from this guy. <laughs> this guy. Alfred Hitchcock, the, the, immediately to your right when you walk in, was the Alfred Hitchcock experience. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't yes. a ride. It was like, here's how they made these shots, and we'll put you in these shots. I went on this one. I, I remember it that there was the there was the Bates Motel off in the distance from it, which I think that might still be there. No, but, it's been uh, bulldozed for uh, something you would oh you would totally hate it. What is there now? Uh, but, I forget. But so I went through the Alfred Hitchcock ride and I had maybe seen birds at that point. I hadn't mm-hmm. seen Psycho, but this was in the early '90s when um, uh, the actor, uh, the Norman Bates actor, Anthony, Anthony Perkins, uh, Anthony Perkins, he was recently dead, but he's mm-hmm. in the thing. I'm like, oh, hello! Mm-hmm. Ah. This is how we film Psycho <laughs> and, uh, and all these other it's, things. It's it, one it, of the only films that was shot there. Is, is yeah. Psycho Four? I was remember shot at Universal uh, Studios Florida. I remember Perkins showing off like. Did you ever wonder how the camera went through the window to show this thing? The window breaks apart, yeah. see? Or how they got the shot in Vertigo, or some of you may know from when Seymour Skinner runs up the tower in the uh, <laughs> Principal, Selden, Charming. Principal Charming episode. Like they show, you, they show you with the camera how they make that shot. You would get to pull the cord. And Did you go on the ride, David? Yeah, I, like, I have a fondness for this ride, and I think I'm realizing now it's because it's literally the first thing that like when you go in there, and it's like... Not a big line for it. And either, if I was giving yes. you tips how to get through 1990 Universal Studios, do not go there first. There is not a line. I know, which I like stupidly would do anyway. <laughs> no, I did too. Because also, the thing with Universal Studios is you, pr- you can almost always see everything in a day, or yeah. two days. Like mm-hmm. I remember they would sell the two-day ticket when I went. I Last time I went like, to Hollywood, I bought one ticket, and with that ticket, you know what I got free? <laughs> free admission for the whole year. Wow. Just please come back. <laughs> please come back. Please come back. Buy a hat. The island of misfit IP. But that's... that they Dude, that was so fucking stupid. One of their rides was Earthquake, which is yes. like... Dude, yeah. even as, even as 20 a, years old when I was yeah, on Yeah, who the fuck remembers the, Earthquake? I mean, the effects were cool. They were I like cool, that. But that, I remember I got to play the grip, who was able to pull the cord oh, wow. and drop the brick foam because this is something Disney wasn't doing. Yeah. I remember it, the guy talking to Charlton Heston like, and you, this guy's going to show you how it goes, right? That's right, Charles. <laughs> I, I, but also, it, uh, the other memory I have of the Alfred Hitchcock one, it mm-hmm. ends with 3D, the birds mm-hmm. flying at you. When we sat down to really date it specifically, the person showing it was like, hey, did everybody here see Jurassic Park Lost World this weekend? <laughs> well, this is better. Pretty big. And uh, you know what's there now? Mm-hmm. Uh, Shrek 4D. So Donkey Ugh. will sneeze at you, and one of the things Universal does is a lot of water it sprays yeah. at you in theaters. Yeah, I wasn't that into that. Shrek is as forgotten at this point in history as uh, Alfred at, Hitchcock At is. least through their Comcast at, acquisition, yeah. it, it is now technically part of the Universal family. Uh, so it's not something say to pay for. It's the children who are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't they like the things I like? Uh, but that's to, immediately to the left of it mm-hmm. is a great ride uh, and I know we, we give Hanna-Barbera a ton of shit do, do we not but the oh fun- yeah it's a, those are bad cartoons the fantastic world of Hanna-Barbera is the best cartoon they've ever made I had an amazing fun on that ride and I love that ride it, been was, on it. it broke my sister because it, it was really loud it was mm-hmm. 
you know how like Star Tours I'm trying to think of you could yeah. go on these things at the fair that are like little pods with a screen on the windshield and they mm. rock you back and forth it, in it, time this was a theater and the seats rocked you back mm. and it's, forth it's a simple dark ride except done in theater size of uh, mm. that you are you're in two-seater things mm-hmm. getting swung around while stuff happens on screen, yeah. except you're surrounded by people, so and it's a theater experience for you. Yeah, Elroy is kidnapped by Muttley and Dick Dastardly, yes. and you go through Bedrock, mm-hmm. uh, through Scooby-Doo, and through the Jetsons. Yeah, and it was amazing, and I also loved, as, as a mega-animation dork, mm-hmm. You leave it, and then your exit through the gift shop moment is, here's how they make sounds in a cartoon. Exactly. But this is, like, I want to give a ton of credit to these people, because this experience is not recreatable. You walk into the the thing, there's there's screens on all sides of the room, and Yogi is talking Mm -hmm. to you. Yogi and Boo Boo are talking about how do you make a cartoon. Uh, Thank God they got the experts in. I'm smarter than the average bear, you know. They came all this way for Yogi's lesson in animation. Only thing is, Boob, I don't know how it works. <laughs> me, me either. Guess that's why we have the big bosses here. <gasps> you mean Mr. Hanna and Mr. Barbera are here with us? Right on the door, Yogi. Scooby-Doo. Fred Flintstone. You too, Barney. They want you on stage 14. George, Jane, remember to take your scripts. Okay, now that's all for today. Hey, thanks for the intro, Yogi. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Joe Barbera. And I'm Bill Hammond. I love that. I heard they weren't on speaking terms. (laughs) (laughs) They they really weren't. They had to work in different buildings because they hated each other towards the end. Yeah, Yeah. Bill's about to die. He's at death's door, boo boo. They were paid a lot of money to do that. I'm sure. But that but that to me was part of what made that initial Universal experience so special. Like Mm -hmm. like you immediately walk from like TV production fully into animation and Elroy comes on screen because William and Hannah Joseph Barbera draw him Mm -hmm. they show you how the animation process works it was also just a huge draw for me to see those original commercials and see when it's showing all the stuff you're going to get seeing those cartoon characters like cartoon characters they're on a ride yeah and like I mean I guess Hannah Barbera had kind of like blown its wad and like making all those characters appear together because that's pretty much all they did 10 years after their heyday it was and like the whole Visual like movie part of the ride is on YouTube in standard definition in the mm. wrong aspect ratio. Oh, nice! But it's gorgeous, uh-huh. and I would say much more so compared to a very similar ride that's there now. So yeah, what replaced what, it? What replaced it is a ride. I you know what replaced it. It it technically this is one of the longest lasting rides. No, 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 that's not true. Is it the drawn together ride? Nineteen ninety to two thousand two. That's mm. how long Hanna Barbera rides mm. lasted. It is also, but because the license to Hanna Barbera went to other theme parks, you could also experience in Canada's Wonderland. Kentucky Kingdom and Dollywood, mm-hmm. uh, if you wanted to, but that it is was, real. I forgot it was replaced by Jimmy Neutron's Nicktoon Blast. Oh, what? barf! Wow, you could, say, you could say barf, but like it is bizarre to me that this is a Jimmy Neutron themed ride. But mm-hmm. what the ride is is Jimmy Neutron, just like uh, fucking Yogi, rocketing through sound stages and mm-hmm. going to other Nicktoons. Better Nick too. Jimmy yeah. Neutron was just one of many ugly Dexter's lab ripoffs. I hate it with all my humanity. They worked. Mm-hmm. They worked too hard to make Jimmy. Ne- I was like, they were trying to make it happen like Fetch. Twitch trying to make it, Jimmy it Neutron seemed, happen. It seemed like somebody had. It was a movie first. Yeah. Did you have pictures show. of somebody? Like, how, how did you, how did Jimmy Neutron get this bump? Because listen to this clip. This and I love these sounds. Thank thank you to all the people who grabbed these. That Hanna Barbera one. It sounded different because somebody went to the trouble of stitching together the best possible quality. 
1990 camcorder footage wow. together into a single ride experience video, and it still sucks. No photography. But here's Jimmy Neutron's ride. Now, because you go to the sound stages, like you see Ren and Stimpy, you see hmm. Rocco. Nothing to worry about, Carl. Prepare to splash down. Okay, whatever you say. Splash ball, blue. Wow, a rocket powered jellyfish here, jelly jelly. Fuck did SpongeBob? If I get was to a make... kid, if I was a kid who got on that ride, I was, and then it leaves SpongeBob, or I was like, like "What are you doing? Are I want to stay here forever. <laughs> this shit's the ride. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are we going to Unreal Monsters? No, turn back." <laughs> Oh, but uh, but to close out this segment real fast, I want to go jump back into the Doc Brown clip. Oh, wait. Jimmy Neutron got replaced, though, didn't he? Oh, yeah. It, it is, is now Minion Madness. I have ridden. I didn't ride Jimmy Neutron. I have ridden Minion Madness. Minion and Madness. When I was in Minion, Minion Madness, I was like, oh, this is what Hanna-Barbera turned into. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I did read, just like doing a little bit of basic mm-hmm. uh, research for this, I was, I was reading about incidents at Universal Studios, Ooh. deaths. Ooh. Somebody committed suicide in front of the Minions Mayhem ride in 2015. <laughs> oh, That's such a like, great idea. Oh, yeah. like, Why did I think of that? If I was like, <laughs> if I'm going to kill myself, I'm going to do it so ironically. Oh, like uh-huh. that is wonderful. <laughs> I will do a hunger strike in front of King Kong. <laughs> uh, confrontation also gone. Now remember, like oh, I'll get. Into the, I, we should get into that in the next segment because this is this Doc Brown clip. This is a crossover you only get in Universal. Oh my Studios. god. I ain't afraid of no ghost. There's something strange in your neighborhood. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! So you have Doc Brown holding a fucking proton pack. Where was that movie? Bust- why didn't Dude, they make it feels that like, movie? Yeah, why didn't this exist? Him they go he- through time fighting ghosts. But this is Doc Brown beating up the state puppet. I've been. I think the correct terminology is slime. Thanks to the Ghostbusters show. <laughs> so they did have they had a Ghostbusters thing at Universal. They did. I, it just I sucked. I, I, I loved it. it. I didn't like it. How did it. that not get a ride? Because like, it's, it's, it's not a live show. It's, it's a, a live ride. show. But what it is is like a classic effect. Instead of there's a giant animatronic like yeah. 22 foot Stay Puft Marshmallow Man that comes out and they gas it at the end. I believe yes. the most dry ice used every day wow. was used in Universal to kill the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. That was cool. Scene after scene. But it's a live stage of the Gozer building set, mm-hmm. and uh, a woman will intro it for you. I'm Lindy, and welcome to the world of Ghostbusters. On this rooftop, a spectacular battle was fought with an ancient demigod known as Gozer. That was strange. No. (laughs) There's no such thing as... ghosts. Hi, Miss Benor. This is Lindy on Soundstage 50. Calm down! Fucking terrifying. Uh, it was, it like it. Was. I feel like that's the premise of a lot of these quote unquote rides where it's like 
you're on a you're on a tour, but something went wrong, and now you have to help solve it as I the audience. Can't oh no, get... Jaws interrupted the Jaws ride. I can't wait, dude. Who would say, that's oh, exactly wow. what. Happened. But but this this was great. A tour of a Ghostbuster set where ghosts break out. But what was great about it is that you're a slight. You're looking up through mm. glass mm-hmm. into the into the set. It's pretty magical. And from the bottom where you can't see, there's not animatronics. There are pup, ghost puppets in animatronics. With the the most vaudevillian effect of all time projected upon you. So as a little kid, like these just look like hovering fucking ghosts. They're right in front of my brain, yeah. but they're slightly translucent, and it's not. It's a practical effect. It looks mm. a, a, like with millions of dollars thrown into it. So I, it looks amazing. I think it was Universal. I went on the Terminator uh, yeah. experience where it was much like this. There's a tour guide and then something goes wrong yeah. and then there's a fake uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, a fake Edward Furlong and, I wanted and to a lot it. of uh, so movie this effects. Is, this is a, a, oh, also a the real yeah. Edward Furlong. But a work print of that because this is still there so you can't see it online. Wow, where are we? The future. Final battle between humans and machines. Oh, great. I'd rate this rescue about a two. We do not like you anymore. Can I borrow some money, man? I'm really hard up right (laughs) now. Doesn't Edward Furlong know you're only supposed to rate things from seven to ten? I heard the L Raid Network's going to license brain scan, man. I'll get you back at the end of the month. (laughs) Are you calling moi an attraction? It is the. (laughs) Linda Linda Hamilton is in it, too. Linda Hamilton Uh. is is the last Terminator anything directed by James Cameron. Mm. It takes them all to the future. He was very interested in 3D. This was kind of his early experiment with it before then spending 15 years to make uh, Avatar. And it's odd, like, just there's this secret. Sequence where like all the uh, T1 T800s mm-hmm. yeah. come out of the walls and just start lighting up the entire yeah. room and confetti falls to the ground as shit gets shredded. They blow up the T1000 in your face and like water and again, water on spray you. in your yeah, face. Yeah, lots of ice and water. It's still there. It's thankfully still at Universal Studios Florida. I don't know that it's in Terminator's Hollywood. still awesome. So I mean, it should never go away. I'm yeah. so glad they they well, licensed that. But I was the, same in the Mummy ride. I hope that never goes away. Even though technically it is now out of date <laughs> from the Tom Cruise Mummy. Going, going back Ugh. to Ghostbusters because like you heard the woman. Leading the show is using a real voice. Everything else is a recording, and that's why right. they sounded so different. So, of course, you have a Bill Murray impersonator. Thank you, Doctor, for saving my life. Well, this is going to cost you, you know. Tell your boss the check can be made out to... Ghostbusters! Well, it's not even as bad as Dave Coulier's uh, Bill Murray. Yeah, you know? Uh, oh yes. boy, I Bad Bill Murray. Rem- I remember on my Ghostbusters ride experience, I got uh, it was introed by a dude in Rick Mor- Moranis. Pretend he was pretending to yes. be Rick Moranis, and I remember so well. He said because I was worried I'd get wet on the ride, mm-hmm. and then before you go into the theater, he says, "If you don't want to get wet, wet, don't sit in the blue seats." Then you go into the theater; every oh, seat blue. is the same color. <laughs> just as like I loved, I like moments like that where it is the person screwing with the audience yeah. like and just ghostbusters was uh, to me probably the, one of the things i was most into by the time i walked through the, the threshold mm-hmm. and i vividly remember the first thing i see is the ecto-1 screaming down the street at probably what was like half a mile an hour <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like an ice cream truck with holding their proton packs to the head of beetlejuice sticking uh-huh. out of the sunroof yeah. come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> because that was that was in Universal Studios, two they different studios. It was the show that they would capture Beetlejuice on the streets 
that's fucking rad. I feel yeah. like that's what kids would talk about. Like, yeah. what if they met? Yeah. What would yeah. happen? And that's what the kind of thing Universal can manufacture, but I don't think does as often as it could. Yeah. I mean, they were still doing it when I was in, when I last visited. I, I got to see Scooby-Doo hanging out with the Simpsons. So, like, so essentially in our next segment, what they should have called the Universal Studios Florida when it opened up, Steven Spielberg land. Mm. Because without him and without his affiliation with the studio, it might not have had much to go on. True. Uh, we will get into that when we come back. Today's episode is also brought to you by Audible, and you listeners can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get a free audiobook as well as a free month to experience Audible, the internet's leading resource for uh, audiobooks, radio shows, and whatnot. Over 180,000 titles to choose from with the latest stuff. Things like uh, Kevin Hart, I Can't Make This Up, Neil deGrasse Tyson's Astrophysics, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry, and even new shows from Dr. Katz and The X-Files with David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson and Mitch Pledge in it. But, 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 I don't want to harp on that because I love theme parks, as you should be able to tell from this episode, and there are some great books about theme parks. Want to learn about their design? There's a book called Theme Park Design, colon, Behind the Scenes with an Engineer by Steve Alcorn. But here's the one I'm probably, probably going to check out on my vacation. Check this out, folks. It's exactly what we're talking about today. Universal versus Disney, the unofficial guide to America's greatest theme park rivalry by Sam Genaway. Can't pronounce that, but I'm going to check that book out because you know I'm fascinated. We got some information to drop about the battles Disney and Universal had in Florida back in the day. And once again, we thank you for listening to that. But if you want to get started with uh, any of those books for free that I mentioned, you can just go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and try them out for nothing. If you like it, stick around with the service. I've always liked it. If you're listening to podcasts, odds are Audible might be able to add something to your life. So once again, get a free month, audibletrial.com slash lasertime. Thank you folks so much for listening it just so happens i am on vacation what a, what a rare vacation for the chrissy pants this feels really really good as a result i'm not sure what's going to happen but maybe dave will have some surprises for you but i can i know i can plug some old stuff too because you know i love theme parks so if you haven't heard laser times previous episodes from a few years back we're going to try and include those on this page uh such as we talked about shuttered parks from around the world really dumb stuff like gulliver a Gulliver's Travel theme land in Japan, or a Wizard of Oz Park in North Carolina. We also have a guide to Disneyland, uh, something uh, Brett and I worked on, because Brett, because his uh, lady friend worked at Disney, uh, ended up knowing a lot more about the park than I did, and it was infuriating. And I, a long time ago, made a very unpopular video about one of my favorite places in the universe, Tomorrowland, and how many bizarre appearances it has had in video games. I love I loved making that video. Few folks liked watching it, but I'm going to showcase it for you just for the fuck of it. Uh, that'll be on the page and, of course, youtube.com slash lasertime, where if you missed it last week, Dave and I uh, took Fortnite and Splatoon 2 for a spin. And not only that, in honor of our MST3K episode, uh, 
one Tom Servo joined us on a live stream for Planet of the Apes, a video, yes, a video game based on Planet of the Apes. It's the most bizarre adaptation at the most bizarre time I could ever think of. Uh, if you like Planet of the Apes, and you know I do. But you can check that out there, youtube.com slash lasertime, or of course, lasertimepodcast.com. As always, we, were su- we are supported by Patreon, patreon.com slash lasertime. That is where you can uh, support us and all our other shows and all of our endeavors and get a bunch of free stuff in exchange. As of July, we have full-length commentaries for The Simpsons Movie with Talking Simpsons, Bob Mackie, and Henry Gilbert, as well as me narrating you through the original Planet of the Apes, which is so much fun to do. And uh, thank God our patrons actually voted for that. We gave them a choice of all the Apes movies, and they chose that. And I've never been more proud. This month's Monday Night Movies, gotta tell you, people are threatening Hot Rod. We brought it up on 302010. Uh, that's the uh, that's the show where that's the show where your pals look 30, 20, and 10 years ago in the past, and that movie just turned uh, 10, 10. So if you like that movie, feel old. Maybe consider becoming a patron and sway the vote. Maybe we'll watch it together on one lovely Monday night where we're ignoring Raw. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I'm gonna enjoy my vacation. Feel free to hit me up, Twitter's, Facebook, wherever, for any reason. Love you guys. Um, Check out lasertimepodcast.com. In the meantime, should have uh, our shows will go up as scheduled, but you'll see, of course, some delay and some other things. But we'll be back in full speed uh, next week. Thank you guys for listening. Let's hear some more theme park stuff. Coming in with some Captain EO music, baby. Mm. I believe that ride is is now once again shuttered for the yeah, really. third it, time. It only got to come back by the death of Michael Jackson, and now <laughs> now that's not fresh enough. There, he's like, yeah, I can go. Did we discover something new about him? Then we gotta shut it down again. Uh, <laughs> well, no. I, I think it, it, the nostalgia ran its yeah. course. I still think it's a, a really fun ride, yeah. and it's but but mostly because it's one of those things you can't see anywhere else. It's never been released anywhere. MTV aired it once, mm. and therefore it's on YouTube in standard definition full screen. Yes. Uh, but I love the idea that you can see it. We were talking about the Muppets <laughs> behind the scenes shit here. I have mm. the Muppets pegged as the next thing to oh. go. The 3D show, yeah. I, I think it is gone in one of the parks. When I went to it in the Florida Hollywood studios, mm-hmm. the um, I was going on it knowing this might be the end. Mm-hmm. And But it would be really sad to see it go, not only because like the Muppets should mean more to Disney now For than real. it did when that mm-hmm. opened, but also it was the final Henson thing. Like it was Jim mm-hmm. Henson's last he was dying as making as they were no. filming it. Not he, not really, but he he died before he was filming it, died, then it yes. was finished. Yeah, yeah. It that that <clears throat> it's some of the last Kermit you're gonna hear from it's him. It's the last Henson Kermit uh, ever. And it's in it, it, when it was in Disney MGM Studios, it made sense because it was like a theatrical production. Mm-hmm. And now hmm. Hollywood Studios is about to, your children will call it Toy Story and Star Wars Land. Yes, that's yeah. how that's what they'll call MGM Studios. Well, the the problem for Disney now just has been after Marvel after they bought Marvel and mm-hmm. Star Wars, like, well, we want to put these in all our parks. Now, oh, that's the, what I wanted to get to <coughs> because. Uh, Sorry. We had teased earlier this Steven Spielberg park. Yes. Now, Steven Spielberg showed interest in theme parks because of 
and I love this. Someday we'll have a really awesome movie or documentary about the friendly rivalry between Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. <laughs> They're on each other's sets. They give each other shit about their own films. They've made millions off of one another. They clearly love each other. <laughs> Worked on Indiana Jones movies. Still do. Mm-hmm. Or still did. Uh, Steven Spielberg works on Indiana Jones movies even when he doesn't like the script or what George <laughs> has proposed. He's like, whatever. George wanted yeah, to. He's my buddy. Yeah, George's ideas. The coolest clips on the Star Wars Phantom Menace DVD is just like Steven Spielberg coming like just him and George Lucas palling around on the set like oh fuck how'd you do that oh that's really cool just just a boring (laughs) conversation between two old friends Mm -hmm. Uh, but part of that was because Star Tours in 1986 was the very first non-Disney property to ever be turned into a ride in Disney World which is now (laughs) it happens less than in Universal but Avatar World shit on everything like Jesus Christ I, I forgot wish, about that. Everybody did. Yeah. Uh, I really wish I could have got someone. Someone said you should. It's part of your business. Go down there and cover it. And like, mm. ah, we should have done that. <laughs> we could have gotten some free tickets. Uh, but George Lucas started working with Disney very early on. We didn't know this was going to pave the way, essentially, for Disney owning Star Wars. Mm. Uh, but George Lucas worked with Disney for a lot of money on a lot of projects, including Star Tours, Into Captain EO, Captain EO being uh, the most expensive film ever made per minute minutes to cost ratio over over a million dollars a minute i believe Jesus. is how much that movie costs Fran- directed by francis ford coppola starring oscar winner angelica houston mm-hmm. and uh the biggest pop star in the world michael jackson with a bunch of fucking effects la di da da but there was another ride that george lucas developed that is now gone the ride in Disneyland that uh, the ride in Disneyland that Disney would love to have you forget. Um, it would well, be I, I forgot this one. The extra terrestrial alien encounter. Oh, I've done that one. Mm-hmm. I remember that. It's cute. It's cute. It's, uh, it is not cute actually, mm-hmm. because it didn't start out as cute. It well, is, it's George cute in how it tries. George I mean. Lucas proposing. I believe it was George Lucas proposing. Let's license Alien. Mm. Ridley Scott's R-rated Alien, yeah, and to which Michael right. Eisner said cool let's do it and it had like an internal revolt revolt occurred like you cannot have an r-rated property inside disney parks did you personally even do that uh no not I, really. I could see the people who say who there would be people internally who would say walt wouldn't do this yeah yeah well walt wouldn't have made an r-rated movie yeah. absolutely not no but I, I don't, disney wouldn't either but I, that i believe they pursued the alien rights and got them wow and but had to let it go because, like, wh- why would this be in the middle of Tomorrowland? In between mm. the people movers and Autopia is a murderous alien that <laughs> yeah. kills people of a of a dystopian future yes. where the where a sino American uh, corporation owns everything. <laughs> but it's a really good idea, and if you if you were able to ride that ride mm. when it was open, nineteen ninety five to two thousand three, I did indeed ride it. Yeah, I think it only made it in Florida parks. It's one of the rare things that it was only in Florida because. Mm. It was very controversial, uh-huh. and but as an alien ride, it's incredibly effective. It works better if you think of it as an alien ride, mm-hmm. honestly. Totally, yeah. because like it's unlike almost any other ride. You there's obviously a pre-show sequence. You walk through and you stare at this tube, an alien, a giant, a cute alien. No, it is not. It, it oh, does wait. not start out. It was not a cute alien. They had to shut this thing down and retool it over oh, and over okay. again. So was, I've been on the retooled one then. It was not cute. It was mm. very scary. And you see this alien, this tube. I'm like mm. we're studying this specimen and blah blah blah. Crash, lights <laughs> go out. The tube in front of you is empty. You are forced into these seats and fit like looking in a ring of people and this thing mm. in the middle you can't see what's happening behind you but what's happening all around you is you is a beautiful display of like marines running around with mm. flashlights and like oh he's over here in the duck you hear people murdered <laughs> and when i was wow. on it i heard people 
killed. Ah, yes. And it, it, Chris, Chris, help! Chris! <laughs> well, that's what's really fucking terrifying. It's out, and so things will rub up against the back of your seat, and at some point you'll mm. feel hot the hot breath and sound of the yeah. alien behind your head. So people were walking into this thing totally unnerved. It got shut down and retooled a lot. And the final straw being uh, something that occurred way outside of the park, somewhere in Los Angeles, with the actor involved in the intro. We're live, right? Yes, very. Hello, everyone. You see, if, if we bring one of you here, well, I just get to meet one of you. However, if I'm teleported to Earth, I can meet all of you. Shake each hand and personally answer all your questions about the wonders of access. I'll be with you in just a moment. That is uh, your, Jeffrey Jones. Your wow. ass is mine, Ferris. So right, wow. that, that was kind of the final straw for the ride. Yeah. Um, wow, I forgot that. Yeah. I, I, well, it's... It, so they cut this thing that's controversial. Yes. Always needs to be retooled because it's getting complaints. And then the, the, the head of the pre-show is caught in a pedophilia sting. The last thing so Disney wants to be related to, and that, like, before his crimes were revealed, mm-hmm. that's kind of a clever reference that the guy from Howard the Duck who teleports shit is Ooh. that guy. Like, I... It's it's funny. I I doubt yeah. they meant to it. When so when I rode the ride, it was one of the massively retooled ones where there was it's like we're going to teleport this cute little alien to you, but then it te- transforms it into oh a yes. evil monster alien. Okay, I, I saw that version on <coughs> yeah. YouTube actually, and uh, I believe it was Tim Curry was mm-hmm. the voice of your of the presenter on ah. that because hmm. it it I think it might still exist now or, or just recently closed or. Mm. I believe actually it's seasonal and it opens whenever it's. Uh, they replaced it all together <laughs> with Stitch. So oh. instead of instead of an alien, it's Stitch in the middle now. Instead mm. of an alien escaping and murdering people, mm. it spits and farts and burps, and you can smell the burp. Cute, mm. cute, cute stuff. But that is it for Disney. Uh, it well. just, this this alleged Steven uh, like uh, George Lucas being involved he got Spielberg mm. into the parks and like this is awesome. Like and then that that got Steven Spielberg's motor running. And he wanted to be involved with Universal, like finally, because again, Universal Hollywood, those King Kong and Jaws rides are so weird because they're like one scene dioramas yeah. in really low rent. Uh, but when that park opened, it was E.T., Back to the Future, there's Jurassic Park in there, Jaws, American Tale. This was Spielberg's park, wow. essentially. Wow. Uh, and then eventually, like Ghostbusters replaced by Twister. A universal property w- mm. from Amblin Entertainment. Like <laughs> that, that park belonged yeah. to Spielberg. Yeah, I think the only thing that would that kind of derailed it, I bet, was the creation of DreamWorks. Like yeah. that's when Amblin Entertainment kind of didn't do stuff anymore because uh, Spielberg made things through DreamWorks. Yeah, he had, a, he had a deal with Universal to make stuff through Amblin, and once that dissolved, then he started his own studio. Mm-hmm. But now they're all, as we talked in our mergers and acquisitions episode, all under the wonderful Comcast umbrella <laughs> that can do no wrong and has great customer service. Uh, um, yes, but I remember the American Tales one. That that wasn't even a ride; it was a play, a playland. Plan. But it was. Yeah. It was, it was one of the biggest things I've ever seen. No, yeah. it was, it, like if you imagine like a McDonald's Playland, but like six stories tall, okay. and like mm-hmm. you're you're like the size of a mouse. Like everything right. around you is. I, I was picturing like this is a place where you drop off your two year old. It, it, it is. Oh, and it is. It is. Oh, okay. I, I remember playing it a tiny bit, but I was like, no, we got to stand in line for ET. Mm-hmm. And boy, ET, we were real disappointed by ET. My uh, family I, was. I love ET, but. Going going to the park because I believe I went in like '94, which is when everything finally got up and running. Mm-hmm. 
But by the way, but uh, uh, but if you're a li- if you're a little forward. dork, and we'll get into this a little more in a second, you're a little dork like me, and you love these properties, mm. but you don't have the VHSs. You just mm. kind of see them on TV or you rent them. This really confused me about all canon. <laughs> all canon got really confusing at that point. I thought ET being on the ride. I thought there was a part in ET where he went back to his home planet. And we saw other ETs that never <laughs> oh happened. My God, yeah, it happens yeah. on the ride. I thought. Certain things happen in Terminator because of my because uh, at that point I've like seen Terminator two ha- like twice as many times as I'd seen T two Battle for <laughs> Battle, <laughs> the, the Battle for the Future like it, so it really really fucks my continuity of things. Um, I mean the the E T ride was just great because you realize like the first time you give them your name then you're like uh, my name is. Bimmy. There has you know, to like, be. Yeah, the, I, I, well, I just remember they, getting weird names the second time around. Like, it ha, is ha, a safeguard, though. Yeah. That like they put it in for you, so you yeah. can't say. Yeah, Bart. they put they, yeah. they put it on a for us. They put it on a credit card. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like, and yeah, you handed your card too. in when you got on the ride. Yep. So like, it there was there should have been filters. My yeah. dad was oh, so goodbye pissed. Henry and Et will say goodbye to you by name. Goodbye Chris. Goodbye Dave. Goodbye Henry. Goodbye your mother's right. <laughs> or whatever inside joke you have. My we would have done two days at universal the first time we went there but my dad was fed up at the end of the first day because and i blame the et ride because we waited in line three hours did you really it was at least two it was the slowest when i think of bad lines at an amusement park i think of et and it was because i think they just kept having technical difficulties and Mm -hmm. so and then the the capper was for it was my dad's name is spike he told them spike and then at the end of the thing, E.T. goes, goodbye, Mike. And my dad, uh, like, yeah. That all sounds that like a gang name. Not, <laughs> E.T.'s not saying that. Uh, but I, I went with my grandparents, I think, when the park opened. Because mm-hmm. I can't. I, they're both dead. Mm-hmm. This was a long time ago, but not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Why did my fucking parents hate theme park so much and force their parents to <laughs> take me? So, like, I, I tried to find a news report about it. When Universal Studios opened, remember, shit's not being filmed there immediately in 1990. Back to the Future doesn't work. Mm. Uh, King Kong doesn't work. And Jaws absolutely doesn't work. There's a fascinating history behind Jaws in that mostly Universal not having any idea what they're doing. Didn't give them enough time. The ride constantly broke. Uh, oh, see, I did have one more dumb Disney thing for just to bring up as a precursor. One of my favorite rides at Disney. Lang- ah, Disney yes. World. Only Disney World. We are proceeding on a course that will take us on a voyage 20,000 leagues under the sea. Ah, so Uh, not to be confused with the submarine ride in Disneyland. Mm. Can't go too much in this, but you know people I want to. This, the ride in Tomorrowland, the submarine came in the the early 50s. Because there was genuine interest from the public in submarines. Seriously. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, like, no, it sounded pretty cool. They were kind of new. They were new. They were they could win wars for us. And Marineland, and you one of Disney's only competitions. And submarine and go on it. Yeah, built a submarine ride. And Disney's like, fuck that. We're going to kick the shit out of that submarine <laughs> ride with our submarine ride. But it wasn't 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea themed. When Tomorrowland mm-hmm. opened, there's nothing there. But what they did have is from the 1954 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea is like the sub oh, and a bunch okay. of the other stuff. You, a walk-through attraction where you could see stuff from the film. And that was there for a really long time because wow. Tomorrowland 
has been is is a nightmare. It's in always itself. been a joke. Yeah, yeah, it's sad because mm-hmm. they because you can't have a future if the future constantly needs updating. And I mm-hmm. speculated and was wrong that that's why you buy Star Wars a future that never needs to be updated. Yeah, it's a filthy seventies future <laughs> that you don't need to change all the time. But Twenty Thousand Leagues in the Sea opened in nineteen seventy one in Disneyland and was open for a very long time. I'm a big fan of the film. It fakes going underwater technically. The sub is always at the same point it is at all times. Sticking <laughs> out of the water, you are sitting under the water. Bubbles go up to give you the illusion of being submerged. It's amazing. And, it really uh, Well, because I didn't ride this until Japan. Yeah, well, until, and what's, what's the difference with that one? Because that uh, one, if you think about engineering-wise, is a miracle. Wait, do you actually go underwater <laughs> in that one? Or? Henry, you are never at all underwater on the ride. Because if you if someday I'll put that video up of the grotto, it looks amazing. It's like this Jules yeah. Verne land with all twenty thousand leagues of the sea theme. You go two stories down, mm. you go right up against this giant pool of water, and you go lower. Mm. But it, to give your mind the illusion that you're heading under the water, yeah, the ride is just blue with bubbles going up through the windows. Wow. You were never under, and that's part of the wow. reason why that is, especially the twenty thousand leagues of the sea ride, is that it had. Not only did it have to be cleaned, mm-hmm. bird shit in it. Uh, oh. People in the park threw shit in it, threw cigarette butts in it, oh. and mildew. And like like three times a year, I think they said they'd have to take, they'd have to remove all the water from the twenty thousand leagues under the sea ride, and spray and hose everything and power wash everything to get the mildew oh, off of it. Man. I think Disneyland, everything you see now in there is glass, mm-hmm. so mildew doesn't cling to it. Well, uh, so it's it's been rethemed. It. It's been re- the one in Disneyland has been rethemed with Finding Nemo. A lot of projections, mm. really cool. Uh, but the Twenty Thousand Leagues on the Sea one, it, I it was kind of boring. But I love the movie and I love the Nautilus so much. I did like the ride, but it moved very slow. I think it got the parks are they tend to judge effectiveness and productiveness in park on how many people you funnel through a ride. Mm. A submarine ride took forever. The yeah. lines took forever. The ride itself took forever because <laughs> you're going one mile an hour in a circle mm-hmm. underground. So they just got rid of it. It sat, an empty pool sat there forever. Last time I was there in the early 2000s, it was just King Triton and called Ariel's Grotto where nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. And now it's been paved over, and it's uh, the new Snow White minecart yeah. ride in Fantasy. Ah, Hoover. right. Yeah, I remember that one. The yeah, But... The the big one that just happened was they in Hollywood mm-hmm. they are in Anaheim they got rid of the Tower of Terror and it yes. is now the oh, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy breakout yep. where all your favorite stars from Guardians of the Galaxy and it is their real voices. I was the I, same concept though, just dropping really fast. A, a drop a, is there. I think yeah. it's this one's. I was segueing there. Hold uh, on. Oh, sorry. I was segueing because I just told you the complications of the Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea ride. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now take that over to Jaws, and you have millions of dollars of animatronics under the water Mm. with all of those problems. So the Jaws doesn't open technically for four years. It is on. It's on the marquee. Those commercials commercials. always, yeah, Yeah. boy. Because there was a functional version of the ride. You might be able to go in, and there'd be a soft launch, but it it originally broke constantly. It was totally revamped, and uh, this is but what I love about it is because. More so than Disney, Universal fucks with its fiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're a big Jaws fan, and I'm not, uh, <laughs> I do I love Jaws, but come on, I, Jurassic Park is yeah. our, is our yes. generation's yeah. Jaws. Uh, but here's, you, it's, it's a, you're on a boat and a tour guide lets you know what's happening. 
First item of interest is on your port side. That's the home of our very own chief of police, Martin Brody. Now, Brody really did blow up that shark and became a legend in his own time. Roy Scheider played him in the movie that they made of our little shark episode. How many of you saw the movie Jaws? All right, lucky you. You got. All right, so, so I love that. Yeah, in the in in Universal Florida, you are heading into Amity Island, mm-hmm. the setting of Jaws. Which the tour guide explains to you, then inspired the movie by Steven Spielberg starring Roy Scheider. This all <laughs> happened here. Let's hope it never happens again. And, and thank so God they're it like does. Blair Witch Twoing it right now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What but a, what a but way to put it. When you're a little kid, like this really did affect the way I thought of the movies. Like I thought, like where the fuck is this missing piece? Uh, where's this line I remembered? And like it's because of shit like this. They, mm. You were you weren't in Orlando anymore. You were in Martha's Vineyard, wherever the fuck that mm, is. Yeah. Uh, in, in you just happened to recreate something that happened on Amityville, inspired the movie Jaws, and it was a really fucking cool ride. That tour guide eventually pulls out a grenade launcher yeah. and shoots at Jaws, and I, my dad said his arm hairs burned. <laughs> but I'm reading about it like they, they did pump out fake heat mm. to make you feel like you were closer to the fire than you were and people fucking complained because it it hurts <laughs> it was fucking hot but well you're already in florida where you're not not you're not cooled off anyway if i didn't mention that that's another reason why the the california parks are vastly superior and that's mm. just no less walking mm. less heat you're it not feels melting. much better like in epcot like that shit was unbearable there are oh, mist yeah. tents so people can wow. go into to survive in the <laughs> florida summer it's a killer in a- yeah it made my first trip to epcot really bad it already was like i want to be in the fun place yeah. i was a kid who couldn't drink or and didn't care to eat garbage food mm-hmm. uh but meanwhile when i went as an adult i was like I can drink and eat eat every bad food from every country. Yay! <laughs> I know. Like it's. I always call Epcot the girls' park. Mm. No, I want to go. I want to go on stuff where you throw up. But I don't want to eat. I don't want to. I mean, Epcot. I, I swear to God, like there's a lot of uh, Pixar and Frozen shit creeping in that park. It is about yeah. to lose its identity. You know, the as Matterhorn's well. becoming a Frozen thing, and, but you, uh, you can't be mad about it because that's just the way shit is. It can't it just sit is. like. I'm sure Diana is livid, but like that MGM was solely based on like you loved classic films. That's gonna go away. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna recognize a Humphrey Bogart animatronic no on site for much longer. Charlie Chaplin. Who? <laughs> like, well, so what did the Jaws ride become then? The, jo- the Jaws ride became uh, the pavement for Harry Potter, the Wizarding World. Of Harry ah, Potter. yes, oh. Harry Potter destroyed quite a lot of Universal or it's, transformed it, but it's also jo- the Jaws, most popular thing they've ever done because the Jaws was supposed to be their flagship ride, and mm. it took up the most space if you, i recommend if you want to see what i'm talking about and like how the, the ride worked there's aerial photographs mm-hmm. that show just the lagoon and you can see like the little compartments that this giant robot has to come out of and another thing that made it more difficult not unlike the kong ride if i could talk briefly about the worst named ride of all time what was it? universal studios florida's confrontation <laughs> yeah and, it's, it's, and i love that the movie the wizard you can see pretty much how that ride worked at mm-hmm. uh universal studios hollywood but a much bigger one in Florida. I wrote the Florida one. It's now. astonishing. It it's was. got multiple Kongs. It has a little story to it. And again, I was confused by the origins because 
that ride is literally based in license off the 1976 King Kong, not the yeah, original. It's, yes. it's that Kong's design. He has banana breath. You're in a 70s-style <laughs> cable car mm-hmm. getting knocked yeah. around by King Kong, and it's similar to the Jaws ride, too, of having a, uh actor person go like, and, you know, there was a giant monkey here, but I'm sure things will be fine. Oh, no! Dude. What's this? And then they have to imagine the there's hell actually, of doing that 500 times a A couple of it's really great, like a helicopter flies down in front of you and shines its light, and the tour guy's like, turn off the light, we can't see! And, like, he pulls up the light, and, like, you're in Kong's face. Yeah. And, he, and that's... It's like a fifty foot animatronic that bops that mm-hmm. pretends to bop the uh It was the, cool. The was... cable card, getting Jaws to pretend to bite the raft. Those are all mm-hmm. things that like yeah. that just Jaws touching something at a speed more than one mile an hour <laughs> is breaking it a little bit every time it happens. <laughs> but and, it is one of those that is the feel the movies thing, yes. exactly like mm-hmm. that. That is the whole point of it to have Jaws in your face or King Kong in your face or now a T-Rex from Jurassic Park in yeah. your face. Oh, and that, that Jurassic Park ride is the worst. It, you know, <laughs> it's a nice attempt at having a um, their own Splash Mountain. Yeah. But it's like it's like if a fairground could tour could, could dig a lake. So, That's the yeah, level of I mean, quality just, of effects. Like I, I think I went before yeah. they opened the Jurassic Park ride. Mm-hmm. But it is one of those things where you just expect the best. Like, this mm-hmm. is the most special effects yeah, slayed movie. with the best Universal movie and, worthy of a ride. And Universal Studios, when they tr- try really hard, they mm-hmm. can make amazing rides. Mm-hmm. And you... Well, what What is it exactly? It's like, like you it's, float through a lagoon, you go through a laboratory. It's just but like... Dude, the see? T-Rex is walking on air. Man. Like, show some fucking pride. Yeah, yes. put a bush in Literally front of that. Literally just do copy-paste <laughs> with the Back to the Future ride and put me in a Jeep. Yeah. Yeah, but they wanted and, they wanted a boat ride. They wanted to splash you on a boat. And, and it, confrontation was replaced by what? Uh, the what, what? mummy. Oh, uh, the mummy! I like the mummy. It's a I really fun ride. Do not like the mummy movies. No. And uh, the one in Hollywood, it is one of the worst rides. It is a shitty small, uh, what you would call it, space mountain, an indoor, uh, a yeah. shitty indoor roller coaster. The one in Universal Studios Florida is fucking amazing. It's amazing. It's it, an indoor roller coaster. It's got and because wow. that the building that had Kong in it is a a built a five story tall building with a single room. It's this huge roller coaster with like misleads and misdirects and, and a bunch of fun shit that happens yeah. on it, which doesn't is not carried over in Hollywood. It's something that. It is lost losing the Kong ride because mm-hmm. the Kong ride was meant to look like an old movie house, yeah. too, on the outside just to mm-hmm. fit all that shit in there. But, uh, you know, the the ride is best in the Mummy ride. At one, they, they got um, mm-hmm. Brendan Fraser for they it. And, what a surprise. Mm-hmm. And two, it has the best fake out ever of, like, it's you amazing. think the ride's over and you're being told, like, yeah, the ride's over. And, Please hey, exit through the fine. left. Please exit through that. And then Boom! it all falls apart and wow. bugs fly out. And, and it, <laughs> the, 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 it's a tour guide. You see a silhouette of a tour guide telling you to get off the ride through the glass. And then the, the glass bursts forward on you with a more uh, Universal Studios trademark water. Yes. It feels like you're being showered with glass. <laughs> and the mummy breaks out. And the roller coaster Ooh, goes uh, in reverse. Yeah, uh, when just when it's, a, it's it's amazing. It's, awesome. it's it's also one of my favorite bits in the uh, Gringotts mm-hmm. ride oh, for I've Harry never, Potter, I've never been. where mm-hmm. you you think you know it's a roller coaster, so you mm-hmm. think you're going to get a lot of preamble, but instead it's like, okay, I'm right at the start of Gringotts. Voldemort and Bellatrix just appear, and they're like. Oh yeah, hey, fuck you! And then they start moving the thing you're in, and it immediately slants down. And you're like, I'm at the top of a roller coaster. Wow, oh, really? It's, it's amazing. The Gringotts thing is great. That's the interesting dichotomy between 
Universal and Disney is that Florida is pretty much the testing grounds for new stuff, whereas mm-hmm. it's the opposite. Like the California Disney Park gets stuff first or at the yes. same time. Well, but Harry Potter World came there, and they're like, there's a lot of unused space in Universal, but I, mm. so I can't wait to see what Wizarding World looks like in Hollywood, but I can't imagine it's going to be as big as the one in Florida. Yeah, well, because the Florida one is a dual one. You've got yeah. you've got Diagon Alley, mm-hmm. which is the newer one, but then you can take... Uh, you can Oh, Diagon Alley tra- is Jaws, because I think uh, they still have the Jaws yes. robot in one of the windows. That's yeah. true, mm-hmm. They and they still have like, the hanging Jaws guy. Mm-hmm. I like how they reincorporate that. Yeah, so Diagon Alley has a Gringotts, uh, ride and also a giant dragon that's blowing fire on you, mm. and it's also where kids can be given their wand and get a wand and stuff, and it's so awesome. So cool. bad. Uh, and then you can ride the train to Hogwarts, and that's the older place where Hogwarts is. Mm-hmm. And again, they got all the fucking stars. Yeah. Like they had to spend a lot of money for that, I think. But it's I remember really when the there. park opened, they could only afford the Weasley twins yes. to get up there and cut the ribbon. <laughs> yes, but yeah, and then when you're in Hogwarts, you're seeing tons of cool stuff. It was. And it's a great trick for them to get you to buy two park tickets because, like, well, you can't ride the train to Oh, because the rest of the Hogwarts. world is over in Island of Adventures. Yeah, it's split between islands and regular. And if you want to ride the Hogwarts train to go to one or the other, you have to buy the two park pass. And that does – I was going off with Michael Rapares because for some reason – and you are too, Henry. But Michael didn't read – for all I know, might not have read any comic books. Mm-hmm. But we were both obsessed with comic strips. Islands of Adventures, like Marvel, yeah! Harry Potter, yeah! Jay Ward, what? <laughs> Dudley Do Right, mm. Ripsaw Falls, and then Comic Book Alley, which I can't believe Man. HD pictures of it exist because it's still there. Kathy and Dagwood themed restaurants. Yeah. Remember yeah. Marvin? <laughs> no! It's, Nobody remembers man, Marvin. It's shocking. Hagar the Horrible and the Phantom yeah. and Prince Valiant in one place. This I, is amazing. Islands of Adventure seems like the Lego dimensions of theme parks where it's like, what IP uh, are not currently licensed yes. for theme parks? We'll take them. We have, like, we have one, do they even uh, still we have, have one plan. Anything yeah. Disney yeah. doesn't own. Like, what, what, like, the, is oh, there no more Marvel, Marvel stuff yeah. at uh, Yeah, no, it's all still there. Yeah, it's, it's so like weird. Popeye and like... And, well, I, and they were called Islands of Adventures because they are fun Functionally miniature parks, but mm-hmm. uh, strung around in a circle yeah. of of Universal, and so you get the miniature Jurassic Park park, you mm-hmm. get the miniature Marvel park, you get all that stuff. Yeah, and the car- Cartoon Lagoon is where like it's a, there's a Popeye ride, yeah. a Dudley Do Right ride, and well, those the, are Dr. Good Seuss rides. Land. Those are they're good kid rides. Yes. I have actually I haven't been in the Dudley Do Right one. I, God, I, I don't care if we <laughs> go long here. I love talking <laughs> about theme parks. The best money you can spend in Universal in Florida, period is Halloween Horror Nights. Because mm. I never could afford to go to Islands of Adventure. Mm-hmm. But for Halloween Horror Nights, you get a discounted ticket, you go in at 5 p.m., and they open the center of both the parks for one fee. And my friend was like, for $100, you can get a VIP line. Disney does not offer a VIP pass. Mm. So you walk to the front of the line anywhere you want. Ride rides multiple times. He's like, mm. it's $100. And in like 2002, like, I'm working at a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. I don't have that. Like, I can't afford it. And he's like, <laughs> You got to make it happen, man. Mm-hmm. Do it, like make it happen, and it'll be worth your while. And he was totally right. Halloween Horror Nights is amazing, and pretty much all those sound stages get used for now are the haunted houses oh. in oh, Halloween Horror Nights. That makes sense. Yeah. I, the Halloween but you, get, you, get, you get to go to both parks for one cost, man, and, uh, and there's fewer people there. It's all themed in Halloween shit with fucking Freddy Krueger mm-hmm. running around with chainsaws. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah, my my idea of heaven is a going to a theme park like Six Flags or anything mm-hmm. right when school started. 
Yeah. When kids are not fucking there anymore, <laughs> and like adults have the lay of the land. My, and, I, my yeah. girlfriend got me open ended tickets, um, so I can go whenever I want. It'll be a Tuesday. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it'll be a t- like because going. I my parents again never took me. My grandparents would take me in the summer. But I finally got to go to a park on my own volition in October <laughs> and around Christmas, and it's awesome to go to those parks when that, all that theming is up, <laughs> except for the Grinch. Fuck the Grinch. Uh, but I was getting to the, the final Spielberg mm. ride, because that's going to be a point yeah, of contention for all of us, mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine. Yeah. I, can't, I don't know of an equivalent of something you love being mm. replaced by something you love as yeah. much, if not more. It's a painful situation. It is, and this is what's here right now uh, in this spot, a ride we're speaking of. Springfield comes to Universal Studios. It's the all-new Simpsons ride. Happy times. Don't miss it. All right. That is uh, this awesome. interpreter. Oh, good lord! <laughs> uh, and I'll, I'll save my wonderful revelation at the end. The Simpsons. I would rather the Back to the Future ride be there and the Simpsons world exist Oh, yeah, that stuff it. looks amazing. I, I've never been on the Simpsons ride. I've oh, you haven't? Been to, I haven't. I haven't been to Universal Studios since, like, 1993 okay. or four. Okay, So, I, I mean, I love the Back to the Future ride. And, like, the thing that I went on the most probably, like, three or four times within the course of those two days that I went where it was just like, yeah, this is my favorite movie trilogy being made into an awesome ride. I, I feel cheated because I did the Hollywood version. Yeah. Which is the tiny... No Springfield, which oh. they have, they have oh, changed. They now have, have a Springfield there, but Florida but again leads the charge because they have infinite space yeah. and uh, like not a lot of. That, I mean, that was my one thing about the Back to the Future ride is mm-hmm. like there's no celebrating Back to the Future around this. They're, like you can stand by well, the DeLorean, you can like I think maybe a store. There was the locomotive. The, the locomotive was across yeah, the street but it too. Yeah, but seeing what they did with with the Simpsons World, that's yeah. fucking yes. amazing. Well, like, so yeah, the Back to the Future ride was in like Doc Brown's Science Emporium yeah. or whatever. It was in, at the, it was at the institute uh where they're testing out time machines so people can take them yeah. for reasons and yes. <laughs> here's a little clip of that Kenneth, you shouldn't be here the present we gotta get you back to 1955 or we can create a major paradox oh don't worry doc i'll go back and in style but first i'm gonna take a little joy ride oh, love to stay in chat doc i just ain't got the time <laughs> What am I saying? I got all the time I want! <laughs> Unlock these gates! It's, it's very strange yeah. to me, because, again, this fucked with the fiction. Yeah. Technically, Doc and Biff Tannen don't exchange a single yeah. line of dialogue. They don't really the know films. each other, as far as I know. Mad Dog, yes. Yes. Mm. But Biff and Doc, never. They, are, they have no yeah. lines. Yeah, that's really Marty's problem, not his. It is, but... Michael J. Fox, I guess you could say, mm. still very popular in 1990, yeah. didn't want to be a part of the ride, so it's Tom Wilson mm. and Christopher yeah. Lloyd. This probably might be Tom Wilson's like last Back to Future related Telltale thing for about yeah for yeah. about 20 years. He did, you're right. You told you you mentioned that he he chose to like back away from that property entirely. Yeah, well, yeah. Like defined he, him even more than than uh, Brown. Yeah. he'll always be the gym yeah, teacher. He has, a, he has the, the question <laughs> song. Stop asking Ask me the, the questions. questions. <laughs> but like yeah, like he wasn't originally in the the, the Telltale games. He mm. only did that when they put it out on Nuke on PS4 and Xbox mm. One. They were like, ah, oh, fine, I'll come back. But it was like for a while he just. Did not want to. Did not want to talk about it. I mean, there, granted, there was not a lot of stuff to do I with have, it. But, I have to imagine. But like commentaries wouldn't do anything for those. He wouldn't show up at conventions. If you're like, one of the leads in a trilogy that popular, yeah. aren't you just rich for life? 
He maybe didn't get that high pay for his thing. I mean, I bought the trilogy like four times. Like, I've personally given... He has to have given it... I'm sure he's fine, but I don't think he's like... I don't think he's like a millionaire from it. But he's enough to like turn down shit that Christopher Lloyd has no problem doing. But like, that's the whole... What's great about this, and also sad about it, is that like the VHS version of the ride is available on the DVD. Yeah, so... It is a half an hour feature. Yeah. The ride is two and a half, three and a half minutes. Mm. The rest of it is pre-showed, Doc screaming at yeah. you, news stories. Now, it amazed me when I first wrote it. Yeah. Like the the commercials, obviously, like a dinosaur bites you and you smash through the Texaco yeah. logo. Wow, I want to yeah. ride this. But the it was the first real experience I'd had with something that intensive. Of like, you're gonna watch a video tell a story as yeah. you walk through it. Yeah, and it's gonna be so exciting when you finally get to get in your DeLorean. It's gonna be so cool. Yeah. And then you get in the DeLorean. You get and, the DeLorean and chase another <laughs> DeLorean. And, and yeah, the and you chase Smith, and you gotta bump him. There he goes. Doc! Doc, my, my fucking bastard is out, Doc! Help me! Doc! Hey! Hey! Please, Doc! Help me! Hey! Please! I'm in. I'm in for the waterfall, Doc! It's a long waterfall, Doc! Help me! Hang on, Dick! Hold on! Don't let him leave us! Bump him! We bump him! The impact between the two vehicles should send us straight back to the Institute. Yay. <laughs> yeah. I just let, like, hold on, Biff. Jesus, what? Talk and Biff never talk. <laughs> yeah, it is it is weird to even hear him say the word Biff. Yes. But, yeah, yeah and, and also funny, uh, dating it even more so, it opened in 1990. Soft open because it wasn't ready. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 was, it, was, it hard opened in 1991, but it's 1990, so you travel into the future of 2010! Wow. <laughs> Not even 2015. That is weird. And of course, there are flying cars, and everything looks like a bubbly sh- or shinier <laughs> version of the 50s, because that's what everything looked like. To People still era. use oil, though, for Texaco. <laughs> that was a, it's such ob- yeah. like bad advertising in it, but... It was a ton of fun. I loved yeah. it as a kid. It was easily my favorite ride yeah, I, I did it, that sure. day. Uh, my and they, yeah, like it would go places that the movies didn't like. Mm-hmm. You go to prehistoric times for yeah. a minute, which is like, well, you know, Jurassic Park apparently was never a great ride, but like you had that whole dinosaur part of the uh, yeah. But I think ride. what's really special about it, and unlike a lot of the other rides that we talked about, it is seventy millimeter Omnimax shot yeah. in that it's it's brought it's it's a very high quality film. Yeah broadcasted on a curved dome yeah so you're all in these deloreans so looking bouncing up the same around dome. looking at the dome yeah I, yeah so it's ultra high definition and it's all practical effects and models very the yeah. most expensive use of that ever and, he, and, and you've never seen yeah. an omnimax movie that isn't educational there's, there's, there's something like eight to ten other deloreans do yes. the same thing that you are yeah. at the same time i didn't realize because i was on the ride so many times like like the last time i'm like well i've watched this thing fucking three times already i'm like i'm just gonna look around i'm like Holy shit, I see four, like, I have to peek over my shoulder and kind of crane my neck, but I'm like, I see four other DeLoreans do the same yep, exact yeah. movement. This is if you, kind if you of weird. Back, if you look back. Well, I found that out as a kid from my mom because mm. she has real bad motion sickness, uh-huh. but she, so when she went on the ride, she had to look off. She's like, I can't look at this screen anymore. I have to turn <laughs> my head as far as I can to not see the screen because <laughs> then she can just, uh, like, but not get super sick. But... 
it was it was a ton of fun, and I was sad to see it go, even if it yeah. cost it, the Simpsons. I think it, it lasted second longest in America. It, I think it just maybe last closed year in Japan? it was yeah. closed in the Osaka Universal Studios, with, which they got to make room for Nintendo yeah. as well. With a giant asterisk, Jaws lasted in Universal Studios Hollywood from 1990 to 2012. And no, wow. the Hollywood one doesn't count. It is one <laughs> small shark on a rail that if you turn around while leaving the ride, you can watch it be retracted in and. Just <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, folks. I'll be back next time. See yeah. you later. But, but yeah, that, that was like a dream of mine. Like I think it was probably like a decade between when it closed in um, Florida and Hollywood. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, for you know, for Back to the Future, where mm. it was like, well, I've already been on it, but I would like to go again sometime. Mm. Maybe I'll go to in Japan. And I, yeah, they just replaced in Japan like oh, a year sucks. or two ago. And it went from 1990 to 2007. That's a yeah. pretty good run for a universal yeah, ride. Yeah, and, and way longer than... Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the, the biggest issue I have with the Simpsons ride is that they can't change the outside of it. Yep. So the Krusty Land is for some reason in like this big white box of a building. So your picture's from Florida. Like that shit going into Moe's, ordering yeah. fucking a flaming Moe. All that stuff looks awesome. You get on the ride. The queue for the ride is nothing but story and Simpsons clips. I couldn't get audio of it because, again, this shit only exists in the park. I uh, it was A little tradition with rides, and maybe someday I'll do an article about it. When a ride replaces another ride, you generally leave something from the yeah. old ride there. I know if you – in the case of Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh replaced – uh, country bears in Disneyland. When you right oh, when you yes, go into yeah. the Pooh ride, which fucking sucks, <laughs> uh, turn around and you'll see the three talking oh. mounted heads from Country Bears behind you in the park. If you go <sighs> and let the- you know they're dead, yeah. they're and dead. You go to Winnie the Pooh in uh, Disney World. You'll see uh, like if you look closely at the wood, a knot is colored and shaped like the Nautilus yeah. to let you know what came before. So this it being the Simpsons and aware of doing this. Mm-hmm. During the ride, there's a sequence of Christopher Lloyd playing Doc Brown in the Simpsons universe about to... I'm about to sign a lifelong contract to ensure the Institute will last forever. This mm-hmm. So it's telling you the ride will be here forever. Professor Frank pulls up in a DeLorean, runs over the guy oh. he's well, about to sign papers with. Uh, it's actually... So first, Professor Frank arrives there and says... Wait, what happened to Doc Brown's Institute? Mm-hmm. I need to go back to the past to find <laughs> out how that happened. He gets into DeLorean and goes back in time, and then Doc Brown at the time is like, finally, I've got the money for the Institute. Yeah. And then Frank destroys it, and then mm-hmm. Krusty immediately appears and buys the property. It's- Gloriously beautiful nerd canon yes. that the Simpsons bothered to establish. There's also a Doc Brown's fried and chicken that, in the yeah. in, in Springfield. Oh, okay. And there's yeah, the the ride itself functions exactly the same, except now the DeLorean is a much more boring, crusty land like ride and if, cart. And if Bob were here, he would he would join us in my mild hatred. I th- go look at the Fantastic World of Hanna Barbera. Beautiful hand drawn drawings of the characters in a CG world. I don't know why they made the Simpsons. CG. It was easier. It was I easier. know it's easier, but it like looks wrong. It, it, it does. It does. It, and it's going to look terrible in, in 10 years, whereas if you just made a half-assed 2D version of what looks like The Simpsons yeah. in the ride. It's it's the thing that killed the Spider-Man ride for me. When I first rode the Spider-Man ride in 1999, it. loved it. I rode it again the last time I was there two years ago. And while they had made it HD, it still looked like 1999 computer graphics, which in 2015 doesn't look as good. But they had advertised, like, the Spider-Man rides in HD and 3D now. Like, I can't imagine in, like, 2013 riding that ride in SD. And, and what's nuts, they'll never, 
ever, 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 one more time, ever <laughs> be able to update that shit because can't it'll command it. approval from the parent wow. company. It'll it. I can't wait to see how long it stays there. The, like, the Marble Islands of Adventure has to be crystallized in time from 1998 forever. Yes, it like something like something new and big we can't even anticipate along the lines of Harry Potter and Marvel combined. Mm-hmm. Write that down. We should make that. <laughs> uh, but, but that would have to come in to take that spot. Yeah, because it'll I, never it'll never change. So yeah, it's sad to see Back to the Future go, but it also is a classic movie. Now we've now surpassed the farthest it imagined the future would be. I mean, I can't imagine so, anything other than The Simpsons that would have been like made it as acceptable as I find it because yeah, I yeah. do love the Back to the Future ride mm. so much. And I I would like to think as a Simpsons fan that ten years from now. It won't. The ride may be dated, but walking around Springfield will not be oh, a dated yeah. experience. I mean, was People the still want to supposed, do that. It was Dude, supposed if, to tie into the movie, right? No, what? it's a movieish adventure. It's actually Sideshow Bob messes up Krusty Land. Uh, That's mm-hmm. and you're at Krusty Land, and, and Harry Shearer doesn't appear. Uh, yes, uh, but, but but they did get uh, si- they did get Kelsey Grammer. But so originally they just had a mock up of Krusty Land, which was honestly kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. It's just like there's some carnival games there. You can ride there's King and Kodos. There's a King Kodos rip off of uh, Dumbo yeah. and but then afterwards they built the Springfield around it which was amazing it's really good I you love it so you much you shouldn't eat anywhere else in the park just go do <laughs> no the fucking Krusty Burger go the Frying Dutchman Krusty Burger Dutchman. Moe's yeah so good so good and, and like uh, I did I was fortunate enough to meet one of the guys who worked on the ride uh, oh. a while back and he told me some Good stuff, some devastating stuff. One of the things that devastates me is that while this is on the DVD, it's clearly a standard definition transfer. I'm sure there's a better version out there. It was also meant to be projected on a rounded, dome-like Omnimax screen. Not flat. And for some reason, the people on the DVD added in a... DeLorean HUD, so half uh, the screen is taken uh, up yuck. by yeah by by a HUD the whole time. But what the one of the his name is Dave. I don't want to call him out. I'm sure he said this somewhere else before. Um, good dude, should have him on sometime. Uh, is that the intention was that these like the Hanna Barbera ride, these would go to like smaller, dumpier, yeah. single parks into those little like half monorail things you see that yeah. move up and down with a, when a movie Those plays weird little VR like yeah. cubes you can go in like the movie that it would survive people would license it to that I've never seen that nor no. have I heard any evidence of yeah. it um, I, mean, and I asked him what happened to the DeLoreans yeah. yeah and he told me what happened to the DeLoreans he's like um, it's not magical yeah. if you can own one mm-hmm. but also like Universal doesn't want to sell them and doesn't want them to become collectibles so they destroy them ugh I've, I've worked in oh, yeah, people who've worked in oh, retail have had yeah. to field destroy things sometimes it happens yeah. with a license uh, but, but that just is a, put them in a warehouse yeah. or something those the, belong to history there has to be a rich enough programmer who has like made millions of dollars like some some Silicon Valley CEO mm-hmm. uh, who loved that ride so much like I will buy a DeLorean uh Turn it into a husk. Get the, the get the tech for this ride and yeah. make my own version of this. Yeah. this person has to exist, and I want to be their friend. It, it, it'll be interesting to see. I, I think that is something that'll come to light in our lifetime. Yeah. I think people mm. there are there are crowdfunding efforts to build virtual rides based on old rides. Uh, I can't wait to see how that goes. I can't imagine well for the next five years yeah. unless VR does a lot better than it's doing I w- now. I would like to see yeah. for, the, for the Simpsons ride mm-hmm. for uh, for them to build the shitty theme park that uh, mm-hmm. Homer built for the trampoline. <laughs> With the <laughs> mattress board. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> that, uh, that, I, I miss that ride dearly. Mm-hmm. And I, I think in, to the effect <laughs> it's one of the only rides. Like kids, show a kid Back to the Future now 
outside of the idea of fucking his mother, yeah. he's going to love it. Yeah. Back to the Future is, of anything in Universal, more than King Kong and Jaws will be enjoyable to all audiences forever. Mm. I, longer than any of those. It's much more important than the American Idol experience <laughs> at Epcot, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, or in, in Hollywood. We barely touched upon Disneyland, but I'm going to well, let uh, Doc close out the discussion here. Calculations I have seen every Ghostbusters, Animal Actors Show, Post Production Theater, Alfred Hitchcock, Phantom of the Opera Makeup, Hannibal Vera, E.T., Earthquake, Jaws, Back to the Future, King Kong, hold it. Back to the Future. I've missed that one. No time. Forward to the past. Saw were mock-ups of things that didn't exist yep. yet, right? Yeah, yeah, actually, um, a lot of stuff that didn't really happen yet. Um, yeah, I, I, he lied to me this whole time. I don't trust well, uh, you anymore, unlike, Doc Brown. Unlike Disneyland, the mm. distinction of Universal and why I think you should make it a point to go, even if you prefer Disneyland. Everything Doc Brown mentioned is gone. Everything. Wow! Wow! Everything. Everything Man, is gone. It's all um, gone. It's all gone. What well, is the oldest thing left in? Universal. I might spec. I thought I saw there might the ET adventure might have opened up again uh, in Florida. Really? I couldn't tell. I, yeah, I was like downloading maps mm. from every year, and like there's still something on the map for ET. I mm. don't know what it is because I could have sworn that shit closed. Yeah. It, it was it was pretty rinky dink when mm. I wrote it and loved it. Um, but I think. If I had to be, uh, like, if I'm a betting man, I bet uh, Terminator will oh, sit yeah. there for a little while. Um, yeah, makes sense. The rights are all weird, but, like, they're going to re-release that movie in 3D, which made Googling this difficult, because Terminator <laughs> 2 3D is now a thing that you'll see in theaters eventually. Um, <laughs> That's and, crazy. Yep. That's, but it's being re-released in theaters, because the movie holds up real well, mm-hmm. um, I think, and it will for multiple generations. I think one of the things that'll go, man, you walk into Universal now, I always call it the Island of Misfit IP. You look to you, right in front of me when I walked in, in I think four years ago, mm-hmm. Blues Brothers yes. doing a dance, oof, to the right, uh, a Waterworld show and a Betty Boop store, and to the left, a Curious George ride. And I have nothing against Curious George, but it feels like that's all been happening in a vortex that I'm not involved in. I don't yeah. know what... I know Universal made one movie, but I, I can't imagine it'll be that popular. I forgot all about that Waterworld show still going. Still there. It's fucking it's great. Amazing. It's yeah. it's amazing. It's but it's just like wow to embrace such a failed piece of IP yeah. to that extent that it's still there. I'm pretty sure it's still there. Uh, I yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what I, I don't know what is the oldest thing. Um, that, but if, if you really wanted me to, if I want to be really safe about it, the tram ride. The mm. tram ride was the basis of. The Universal oh, yeah, Parks. Yeah, that's and they yeah, I remember going on that too, them saying like here's where they film Sequest. Mm-hmm. Here's where they film uh, Swamp Thing. Yeah, some of it's yeah. real sad. Here's here's some decaying uh, sun uh, sun damage sets from the 2000s Grinch that stole Christmas. Ugh. Here is the mule from Serenity that we won't mention. It's just sitting there decaying. <laughs> here's some cars that look like the ones used in Fast and the Furious. That's a recreation mm-hmm. from a movie you don't know called Psycho. Let's ignore that. <laughs> but that that is still there, and you still there's a, the Kong burn down. Uh, but they built a new one. Peter Jackson built a 3D CG one. It is fun. Mm. I don't want to shit on it just because it's not a you know, giant puppet. There, there's with the future of rides. Mm. I there definitely are ones that make me want to go. 
to all these places. You know, there is a Beauty and the Beast ride that's basically be our guest that's going to be opening up <laughs> yeah. in Disney Sea. I, oh, they're bringing Tron over here from Shanghai Disney. That Shanghai Disney looks yeah. awesome, and Shanghai Disney also has the Iron, Iron Man, Man ride. Yeah. And and yeah, they're bringing that over here. And of course, there's Star Wars where they want to. I'm pissed off it's not Moss Eisley. I know why they said it. They want it to be an original experience in a different world. But I'm like, I want to be in the Moss Eisley Cantina. I know every this will just copy it and yeah. it'll be just like it. But I think and, that, and that's why Disneyland's so special to a lot of people because I think about roughly half that park was there the day it opened in 1955. Mm-hmm. Some of the rides were still there. Well, now Star Wars is coming. The Twilight Zone has been replaced by Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, which I believe is, that's a free fall ride. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't need the Twilight Zone license, but I loved it. Which didn't make sense. Like, Twilight Zone's about, like, social commentary and twist endings, whereas, like, you fell. <laughs> what? But, but what it you was. You thought you weren't falling. But what it was was a scary property that was PG enough yeah. and recognizable enough to, and Disney doesn't have one. What are they going to do with the Boogity Man? Yeah. The yeah. fucking Hocus Pocus ride. And, and so, so Guardians is, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's not unlike the revamp of Star Tours. It it has different parts to it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't ever... It's it interchangeable yeah. and, and it makes you want to do it again. I, I also... I think one of the biggest moves Universal ever made is getting the Disney, uh, the Nintendo license. Yeah, like they, they're gonna have Super Mario. La- it's Super Nintendo Land. It's still is so it's far off, yeah. but like, holy shit, could that be fun? I'd go to Osaka just for that. But obviously, mm. knowing how bad lines are in Japan, I've been warned by people like, don't go there for a year. You can't go, and it's it's not we were, opening we until Tokyo the twenty. 20- 20- they have lockers to put your mm. shit in because you'll just be in line for three fucking yeah. hours. They don't it, have fast pass systems. It, we were there on a weekday, a rainy weekday mm-hmm. during school year, and it's still those lines weren't short. They weren't short. No. There were no. I, I, we didn't see any characters because it was raining yeah. that hard the whole time. But man, that Uncle Scrooge uh, oh, store that was the best. But yeah, so that the. I'll I'll go to that Osaka one. They they plan to have that the Nintendo Land, the first Nintendo one, open mm-hmm. in Osaka first for the 2020 Olympics. Mm-hmm. We shall see. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I'll so, go there 2021. So far away. I, like it, it was making me think that like you know we hear game and movie announcements, but like theme park announcements yeah. are agonizing. Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> my first trip to Universal Studios. At the I Love Lucy, remember I Love Lucy <laughs> yes. section, which I is also it was called We Love Lucy. Yes. In it, they had co-opted some of the space for an advertisement of the just announced Islands of Adventure. And I remember seeing in like 1994 or 5, mm-hmm. a Spider-Man ride. Yeah. Wow. And I wouldn't ride it till 99. And I got to go there early. <laughs> but uh, make it a point to go or go to a fucking theme park, man. I love that shit. Even ones that are just pretty much traveling carnivals with roots in them yeah. <laughs> you're just gonna go I, on the rainbow I am, I'm making it a point I'm gonna try to go to Universal Studios Florida mm-hmm. in 2018 because that's when they bring the Fast and the Furious ride to yeah Florida. I don't know what it's gonna be yeah. but I'm super excited I hope the Jimmy Fallon uh, the Jimmy Fallon ride will outlive us all <laughs> yeah. like a fucking cockroach there's and nothing you know you can do. What, what it's replacing at Universal Studios Florida and I can't believe Twister. it Twister no it what it lasted till 2016 the Beetlejuice stage show. stage show yeah. that's insane that got to <laughs> made it to 2016 I mean, yeah, Nobody that's... remembered that movie in 2006. I mean, Disney really. Oh, I didn't even play that one. Here, you want it? Here's a glimpse of something that almost happened, and I love the distinction in the introduction here. Don't look at it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please help us welcome the newest friends of the Disney family, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What? I had to burn that one up. 
Yeah, for uh, I think two years, MGM licensed the Ninja Turtles wow. uh, when they were still owned wow. r- roughly independently. That's something you'll never see now. But I feel like somebody at Disney had to be thinking, like, do we want to buy these fucking turtles? Pull out the checkbook for this. These kids like these turtles. Yeah, but yeah, there was they, they came out in the party wagon. April jumped out and sang like an extended version of the theme song, and it, wow. they, had, they had no house or ride. It was just yeah. a live show with the Marvel characters. You won't get. I don't think we'll ever get any rides in America that are, that feature people in the in Universal. I swear, but, I read West of the Mississippi. But in Disneyland, they Disney are now and World. They're doing more. Um, uh, no, just land hangout times. Just instead of being with a princess mm-hmm. or a person in a Donald costume, it's Cap. It's Spider Man. It's it's Iron Man. Oh like shit! You do, you One of the things I recommended you Google because that made me think of this. Uh, it was an article I read a long time ago. One of the guerrilla moves that Universal Studios did because there was a big there was a bit of animosity between MGM Studios and Universal because I, obviously Disney literally ripped ripped off the very idea and specific aspects of the rides yes. to put in their park. So one day someone had the idea to market the opening of Universal to get all of the Universal characters onto a bus and take them to the entrance of Disney World hmm. and buy tickets to get wow. in. Wow. Uh, and they were, people were there photographing it. You can see it's very weird. You can see Woody Woodpecker shaking hands with Mickey Mouse. <laughs> so Because because of the way Disney World is, like, I love land so much because you park and you're like two seconds away from the entrance. You have to take like an interstate in a Disney World, ride a boat for a half an hour or a monorail hmm. for 20 minutes to approach the, Magic the, op- the, the place to buy a ticket of yeah. a park. So, of course, Disney saw them coming, and they immediately brought out all their characters and like, ha-ha, defensive, you're not going in there. Wow. <laughs> and so when it was revealed, and I didn't know this, and this is where things are going to get weird, uh, dressing up as a character is technically prohibited by Disney parks. That is the grounds they forbade Frankenstein and Woody Woodpecker wow. from coming in the you park. You can't like, cosplay. It's Disneyland. nice to meet you, friends, but technically, yes, no, no, nobody who's buying a ticket can come in in a costume. And it would... I. I I believe that because when I look, you look in the stores, why aren't you selling Iron Man mm. costumes yeah. and Cinderella costumes? Like, oh. Well, I wonder There if are people you pay big money. Yeah. Well, not big money. Pretty well, terrible money. I wonder if the, yeah, I wonder if it's also just to protect the goers, the mm-hmm. uh, park goers, to be like, you're posing with a true mm-hmm. cast member. You're not posing with a guy who snuck in a, <laughs> yeah. dis- a Mickey I'm costume. I'm pretty sure. Ki- in a Times Square and there's a certain, there's a certain trust you have with the, with the, uh, cast members. I'm pretty sure a kid can get away with like a you know little puffy cult Hulk shirt, yeah, and the gloves. But I'm pretty sure you and I could not walk into that park uh-huh. dressed as like any any character whatsoever without being turned away I just by the Spider-Man. nicest security guy with a gun and a barbershop <laughs> quartet hat. <laughs> God damn, we talked a long time about this, but I fucking love theme parks. I love researching theme parks. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been Laser Time. We have a ton of other shows, including two previous shows where we talked about. Dead amusement parks are like abandoned amusement parks. That was really fun to do. And about, uh, yeah, a bunch of stuff about Disneyland. Maybe we could do a whole other show about closed down Disney parks. I don't uh, rides. I don't know. Maybe we could. Maybe we could. I, I'd like to hear yeah. people's thoughts on I didn't them. Even get as into well. how America <laughs> sings "Kill the fucking cast member." Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, but that that totally happened. Uh, <laughs> I think it's one of the only rides to like just murder a cast member in front of other people. Ooh. A revolving. If you've been on the Carousel of Progress, that thing turns around. Someone got caught in between a doorway. Uh. And the audience heard a blood-curdling scream. Uh, Well, I'm on Twitter at H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G, and uh, Bob had to walk away from a second half here. I forgot to uh, mention Bob was gone. uh, But 
Uh, on his behalf, I'll just say that. Uh, let me do it. Let me do it now, real quick. Wow, Bob Mackie is gone. Uh, that uh, <laughs> you should follow us on Twitter. He's Bob Servo. I'm H A N E R Y G, and that we do Talking Simpsons, where every week uh, with Chris as well, and sometimes mm-hmm. Dave, we go through chronologically every episode of the Simpsons from the beginning, mm-hmm. and we are now into season six. That it's going really well, and you can support us there. Uh, you can support us at patreon.com slash talking Simpsons where it's also a ton of extras are there and it's so Bob and me can do stuff full time including appear much more regularly on laser time yeah hopefully because I have we have a lot more ideas don't ask me what those ideas are. Well, we've had some great stuff lately. True. We had an episode uh, devoted to mankeys and apes. Mankeys, apes. Uh, farts. Farts. <laughs> I'm not sure if it'll ever get better than that. A yeah. real, if you're a Disney fan, a really good look at the Disney afternoon with me, Dave, and uh, Tad Stone, yeah. the creator of Rescue Rangers and Darkwing Duck, talks about the creation of the Disney afternoon television block from mm-hmm. our youth. Yep. Another dead function, Disney afternoon avenue, totally gone. Oh, Replaced sad. with... Nothing. There's nothing there. And we also have 302010, the weekly podcast that goes back 10, 20, and 30 years in history yeah, yeah, yeah. to pop culture, where we'll probably, a lot of these movies uh, we'll have talked about or we'll talk about soon. And, and uh, we got to talk about, like, I love being able to play the news footage from the opening of, because, man, there is no unbiased news stories when a ride opens. Every <laughs> single Orlando station, like, is invited in the park and is the most bought off. <laughs> happy I've ever seen in my life but Splash Mountain I think and uh, Star Tours opened wow. within a year of one another two of their biggest oh, rides yeah. yeah we did talk about Captain EO mm-hmm. uh, I think last year yeah so. and Captain uh, EO mm-hmm. beautiful that is it check out lasertimepodcast.com for more we got a weekly video game show video game apocalypse and we are supported on Patreon that is how we get to do this for a living do all this research record all this fun shit and edit it down in a palatable fashion you can uh, support us at patreon.com slash lasertime in exchange you will get like bi-monthly that's mm-hmm. what does Twice that mean? a month every two months uh, <laughs> full-length movie commentaries for a lot of the shit we talked about yes I believe we're gonna do back to, all three Back to the Future all three movies. Back to the Futures uh, we get to participate live we do yeah. Quiplash Since streams we in, a, movie. in a weekly podcast uh, yeah. where we talk about all the fun stuff we've been up to hopefully by this point I'll be back from a vacation yeah. and talking about that uh, thank you guys so much for listening we're out of here yeah.